0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: my 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 music makes me so hard makes me say oh my lord thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and two hype feet that's good when you know you're down a super dope homeboy from the oak town and i'm known as such and this is a beat uh you can't touch
2: hey (laughs) <laughs> welcome to the Blackout out to podcast your host rod Ed, Karen. and we're in the house on a sunday a beautiful sunday morning in charlotte north carolina guys it
3: is gorgeous
2: and we have a very special guest I, I feel like you guys should already recognize his voice mm-hmm. because we uh have had him on the show several times uh we talked about you know uh his show uh nerd of mouth uh several times uh you know, I've talked about his album *Sadamantium*. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you guys should be familiar. If you, you know, maybe if you're in the Rose Battles, you know, you're in the Champions. You know, maybe you would know something about that. <laughs>
3: well,
1: my, well, if you're in the champions, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but it's the champ,
1: the, Ali, the Cleveland Indians, Mike
2: Lawrence. <laughs> the, the champ is here. Uh, thanks. It's my man, Mike Lawrence. What's going on, Mike?
1: I want to say the champ is here, but John Cena says that. <laughs> I can't quote
2: John Cena. Uh, I hear you, man. Oh, we well, first of all, man, we appreciate you uh coming in, man. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. yeah it was
1: fun meeting
2: you last night and yeah uh, yeah um not to you know gush too much but we saw Mike live last night at oh. the comedy zone um if 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 Mike is touring or anywhere near you go
1: you gotta see. go see
2: him man we like we had I, I was like oh my god he was so funny and someone was like y'all live in new york it's is i I probably should have went to see him by now i was like yeah Yeah. what kind of shit is this i'm
1: only performing 11 times a week there yeah yeah,
2: you gotta go see mike man at
1: some point yeah i saw that i was like at some point you're making excuses not to go (laughs) 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 the oven i just turned on is on yeah
2: Yeah. i'm gonna go as soon as this light turns off when the oven's warm but yeah it's he was so funny man uh we had such a good night we um, did uh justin came out with us his wife turk came out um uh, and just like i said the show it was amazing uh it's it's funny too because like uh uh you listen uh after listening and uh the Satamantium and all this stuff mm-hmm. you'd think that you'd just kind of be like all right cool let's you know maybe he's just gonna do the hits but uh nah man it was so much new material and stuff man just that's stay grinding.
1: This, this day and age yeah <laughs>
2: but, yeah when louis K.'s putting out a new album every three months man it's yeah. like
1: he's changed and we're do. all expected to now <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: that's
1: actually very hard to do <laughs> you're not louis ck no i'm actually
2: not <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was so cool man um and then of course um you know you can follow him on twitter the mike lawrence um you know maybe uh follow him on facebook mike yeah. lawrence and my
1: website's mike lawrence and that's all the tour dates there you go mm-hmm.
2: see he's a complete professional guys um and you're going to florida soon man so back home
1: yeah going next week uh literally the weekend before the election so I feel, <laughs> I mean, and i remember growing up like it's nothing but campaign ads like yeah yeah Everything, especially you know, down there. Like in New York you never see campaign ads. Right. That's all you see and it's gonna be exhausting. I get one more week of my political material, one one more week of my Steve Harvey show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Uh, yeah that was um that's wild too because when we were in miami um we man like every time we turned on the tv it was like the commercial yeah
0: the commercial every exactly. commercial
2: exactly you know and it's and we and now the since the campaign is so like polarizing and like one candidate is like born for this like she's trained her entire fucking life just to get this job oh, and then yeah. one dude's kind of like you know what i'm rich and white enough i'm gonna try this yeah yeah The the ads are so like lopsided because uh, you know her ad will just be like clips of him being like you know what i'll grab a woman by the pussy okay and it's like don't vote for him but then really
1: his- is she really is the lou kang to his johnny cage <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <And he's, laughs> and he is hitting people in the genitals just. <laughs> and, and so she'll um and then and then his ads will just it'll just be like can you really trust a woman think about it guys all right uh-huh. <laughs> I think we I do. support this ad. Yeah, I, I also th-
1: <laughs> you know, you've learned so much about people based on when they've decided to like not like Trump anymore. Yeah. Cuz honestly, like you know how people will be like, "Oh, I knew him. I knew him when like, you know, before they made it big or like like <laughs> I was a I was an original fan." Like <laughs> like I saw I, I, I saw the original Jesus versus Santa, you know, clips before South Park was a TV show. Like, uh, like for me, it's like, oh, he lost me on Mexicans are rapists. Like, and it's so funny to anyone who, after that, was like, now he's gone too far. Yeah, yeah. Because it really just lets you know how they think about Mexicans.
2: Right, yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, I think, uh, at least for I would assume for most black people – um we were never fucking with him because of the central park five name yes sir so like he was like he he had like Been decades worth of shit that okay. he was had to overcome right and he and he still won't apologize for that mm-hmm. like they asked him about that like two weeks ago and he was like yeah i still think they did it even though dna evidence and everything was wrong so um
1: it's kind but you of you also like Mexicans, right? Does so that bother you? Too. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, so like <laughs> like you said, so like you said everything after that, I'm just like, oh no, fuck this guy. And it's yeah. like, you know, he said Mexicans are rapists and that's terrible. I'm like, well, he's been terrible. And then yeah. like uh and he his campaign, if that's what you want to call it, has been like the least surprising yet most shocking campaign ever because there's no scandal that he's been accused of that I went, nah, he wouldn't do that. Nope. Like Every scandal like, is like mm, that
0: sound about right? Like
2: it's something that if a TV show person wrote about this election, they would be like, and then this scandal is the one that sunk this campaign.
0: Yeah, about Sanders Shonda Sander, around doing it wrong. She didn't do yeah. real life.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that's I mean, that's the thing he's got so many that they cancel themselves out. Like <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> then and then the big problem is like even even when, you know, he loses hopefully. Yeah. Um we still have the problem of these angry people who are mostly... But or, they
0: don't go away. we Who yeah. are
1: doing fine. Yeah. You know, I thought the... You know, I, I think so much of the comedy this year has failed mm. um, about Trump because it's the most obvious and easy let's do the tiny hands jokes let's do the toupee jokes i think the only trump jokes that matter are the ones about his followers right because that's the actual threat he's an idea but they're the ones who believe in the idea and allow it to continue to exist right and they'll be here on november 9th Yeah. Even if he's not, you know, once we send him into the phantom zone. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Lock Um, him in that crystal to float the sky. I think he should have to walk to Russia. No.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like he he'll go to this Phantom Zone, but his followers are just no. gonna get the ser the like the S, that plastic S thrown oh, on top okay. of him. <laughs> just...
1: what was that thing? What was it? Yeah. I remember they did a Family Guy cutaway of that. Like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, surprised you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I 'cause because the, the 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 big problem is like this is the rea- like obama was the reaction to bush right and this is the reaction to obama right like I mean, super that's exactly, scary like we we summon trump by trying to be progressive <laughs> yeah it's like,
2: it's really equal and opposite we, in a lot of we touched the
1: idol and now the boulder is coming <laughs> yeah.
2: you know? it is amazing i i keep wondering what's going to happen to the republican party after this cuz like um because, you know, with Obama, it was, uh, what, Romney, yeah. uh, McCain, you know, and kind of Palin, too. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of like that a precursor for trump a lot of this, you're right right you know the tea party like all this stuff yeah,
1: palin was definitely the
2: yeah yeah you know the, be- yeah, the beta
1: test yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, the real beta test not the fake beta test you know because I I, I I got fooled with the fake beta test with yeah. they would be like beta test you but like, oh this is so clean i got a real beta test i was like fuck this shit nothing works where am yeah. i going what's happening
2: yeah palin was like uh darth maul and then trump is like vader ah! you know what i mean but it's like <laughs> like oh man these Sith motherfuckers are bad well she died easy thank god right <laughs> and it's like i'm worse um but uh it's kind of weird because um i wonder what happens to their party because every every time they lose they get more like well fuck it we're gonna be even more angry and now I'm like, what's angrier than oh, yeah, Trump? They,
1: they really have become the Rita Repulsa party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they get defeated, they send up worse, more disgusting monsters. We, and we're not in the like first season, like Rita with Finster making the clay monsters. We are in the Lord Z season two, turning Aww. inanimate objects into monsters. We we are fighting Kimberly's lipstick now. <laughs> it has gotten so bad. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we, uh, we elected the black ranger, now we gotta elect oh. the pink one. Oh, we're you know? gonna be in zeo mode soon to <laughs> fight the mechanical <laughs> empire. You know? Aww, that's
1: never good. Yeah. Remember sprocket and the, there's the one that was like Scottish for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <is> <laughs> Oh, uh, so, yeah, we, we're definitely, um... We are, we are in, uh, season seven Red Sky Ninja Turtles. What is that? <laughs> That's a Red Sky! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, it's, like, it's, it's pretty much, um... I don't know where they come back from this honestly like it feels like it's a wrap for them
1: uh, king mondo someone's in the chat thank you
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we got some crossover here with some nerd oh, yeah, appeal yeah.
1: oh yeah yeah i just appreciate that yeah that would have bothered me all day
2: oh <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah man it's just gonna be interesting man but yeah florida is crazy um and because they're a swing state we're getting some some uh campaign shit now we were kind of lucky um the whole time because uh they were looking at our state like well um during the democratic primary it was like bernie sanders didn't spend any money here uh-uh. during the republican camp primary trump didn't spend any money here and now that it's just like down to a few weeks left i turn on tv and i'm like oh shit a- they finally realized it's a swing state everybody jesus christ
0: up. you like I- so-and-so gonna be in raleigh
2: so-and-so gonna be in charlotte so you're like come on people yeah man like the only thing that's good is that like michelle obama keeps coming back to our state so like Mm -hmm. any reason for her to come through i'm 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 here here for but the rest of these motherfuckers can leave um all right speaking of which this is uh the blackout tips guys you can find us on itunes stitcher
1: no, I, I, I guess i don't like michelle she stole melania's speech <laughs> never apologize for it just because she did it before right you know i mean it wasn't <laughs> through time
2: travel properties you know maybe she got a time machine
1: see that and that's been part of the Trump success he throws these like fun little interesting scandals that you forget what's happening to the side of you <laughs> yeah. like, didn't she oh oh my house is on fire
2: <laughs> he did have um at that uh dinner or whatever where they roast each other and shit oh the
1: al smith dinner yeah he
2: did have like a good five minutes of good material before he of course trump did it and start saying stupid shit yeah. but his joke about um he said the uh something to the effect of like the news is the media's rigged uh i know because um michelle obama gave a speech and everybody loved it and my wife gave the exact same speech and everybody hated it and i was like oh that's just in just put the mic down and you like you win the night but then he had like five more minutes of like hillary ain't shit and then everybody's like okay dude it's not even you lost the room yeah
1: Yeah, well, don't worry. Even if you like those jokes, I'm sure the people that wrote them didn't get paid. Yeah, <laughs> the intern as wrote Trump, it. As me. Trump employees, they should probably <laughs> still waiting for those checks. Yeah, I, I can't. Paid in unsold steaks.
2: I can't. <laughs> I can't wait for the end and of his For the end of his campaign, would because you know, like after the campaign ends, you do have to pay all these people and shit, and then you get the real stories from people inside who are like. oh, yeah. I hate this motherfucker he didn't pay me because even when bernie sanders shit when his ended there were people that were like hey man look it was terrible this is how it, how it really was inside or whatever and that's gonna be a drop in the bucket compared to trump like trump shit is gonna it's gonna be like yo that motherfucker grabbed my pussy right before he made me go on the air and say he doesn't do that so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i still haven't been paid where's my money um so yeah man find us on itunes stitch and all that great stuff man um and nerdy mouth is still on itunes and stuff so if you haven't caught up with it man go listen to it yes.
1: um and i'll be i'll have a new podcast next year
2: that's what i'm talking about yeah. we're yeah. breaking news here yeah, yeah. live <laughs> uh, on the blackout <laughs> tips guys we get the stories and kid that you care about and
1: jake has one on um already wizard and bruiser or something like that on cave comedy all
2: right cool i'm writing that down yeah. i didn't even know that
1: yes yeah. It's whatever the newest show on there is. It's with him and Holden McNeely, but they have a new one. So
0: yeah, I I, I can truly say when Roger told me it was going away, I got a little sad because nah. he would play it in the car for me, and it's the only podcast that I can listen to where we where you would talk about Dragon Ball Z, and I got all the jokes. You talking about. Um, was what was it? What was it? Um, Japanese uh, sex that I like to watch. Uh, uh, hentai. You, hentai. Way,
1: you were exclusively talking about the episodes that Jake hosted when yeah. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, Have fun with your Japan shit. I, yeah, I, you probably I'm making um, money.
2: <laughs> yeah karen's probably mad when mike said uh he didn't like um pacific Rim. right yeah, yeah that i remember was the k-
1: biggest fight we ever had in five years <laughs> yeah it was it I was, was like, genuinely intense
2: i was i was in the car rooting for marcus to win the argument i mean for jake to win the argument so bad i was just okay. like come on jake you can do this you gotta you gotta do this for all the nerds that love anime it was too much pressure. <laughs> Yeah. to put on Jake ain't and y'all ain't y'all's friendship to be fair like it's too much friendship. like I was just like fuck this friendship burn this bridge win this fight sweep the leg
1: he didn't realize that I have so much more undying hate in my heart <laughs> than he has pure love. So if you're <laughs> fighting with me on something and I'm in the against side, I'm gonna win.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, it, I mean, they don't call him the roast master champion <laughs> yeah. for for no reason. Man. And people
1: were like, "Yeah, we didn't. We weren't sure that you, uh, you know, had a chance in the roast battle." I'm like, "Nerd! Like we hate fictional characters. <laughs> yeah. We hate shit that's not real. <laughs> real people. You oh. saw what my." people did when women wanted to bust ghosts (laughs) (laughs) I support female ghostbusters Uh,
2: yeah that um it has been interesting too to kind of watch nerd culture come around too because like
1: it burned me out this year I yeah I got over being a nerd I I hit my threshold and I'm still a nerd right and I love the nerd stuff but I will honestly say and I think I talked about this on my podcast but the um The female Ghostbuster backlash made me, like, disgusted with my culture.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, this
1: is awful. Like, we've gone too far. And the fact that it's the most disliked video ever on YouTube. Right. Right. The the thing is, like, and then I saw it, and it was fine. It was good. There were funny moments. But it never even deserved the attention that people gave it. Right. It was just a dumb summer movie like towards the end of the summer right you've already seen civil war you
2: know right i i didn't it was it was weird because like um like sometimes you hear these controversies and you can kind of rationalize it like when um when uh michael b jordan is uh johnny storm you're like yeah but that movie's probably gonna suck because all the other fantastic four movies sucked. Yes, you got like like you're like i mean cool for him but did like this probably is just you guys not giving a fuck about the source material again and then you see the movie and like yeah it sucks so i mean yeah th- like all those people feel validated um but this was one where it was just kind of like damn you guys just hate the idea like it's not even like you didn't even let it get off the ground it's just like fuck you this is my childhood yeah. and women weren't part of my childhood so you know this I'm shit yeah. gotta go it's like, damn, y'all mad as fuck, man.
1: Yeah, it was funny with the Michael B. Jordan thing because the real controversy just ended up being that they wouldn't let him have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. You know, it was one of those things like, I mean, he was probably the best part of that movie, but yeah. it's still not even close to his full potential or anything. Mm. It was just like a waste. And, and we all knew that going in based right. on the trailer. Like, I know that there were people that were actively like hating on that movie right. because... I always feel like there's way less people doing that than we think. I think so too. They're just loud, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing, like, I've felt like in TV writers' rooms a mm-hmm. lot of times, like when you're writing, you know, jokes based on news stories and stuff. And there's outrage stories every single day. And you have to really think. Is this, like, an actual large community of people, or is this five people in one block? Right, now, right. I can remember that people, like, you know, canceling the Muppet Show last year because <laughs> yeah. these Muppets are too sexy. And- I yeah.
0: love that show a lot.
2: I love yeah. that Muppet Show. I Like, I love that Muppet Show to a point where it, like, I started being like, I, am I fucked up? Because, like... Uh, this is not the Muppets we grew up with. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like the office or, um, the, uh, what's the show that Gary was a Gary that had, the uh, um, Leverson. yeah, it's like, the, it's like that, but yeah, with yeah. Muppets and I, was, but I loved it and we used to watch it every week. And then when it got canceled, I was just like, well, but, but I liked it. Like, but, but every, when I said I liked it, when, you know, on Twitter and stuff, people were like, oh, I hate that show, man. I'm just so glad they got rid of, it. I was like, i thought it was adorable it's like
0: were you even watching it or were you just mad because the Muppets wouldn't acting like fucking kids anymore they were acting like adults
1: i don't yeah. Know. but and yeah where else are those muppeteers gonna get jobs like if you like the <laughs> muppets just be glad they're working <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah
2: yeah it's Muppet true line, right you know also where are the muppets gonna get jobs man kermit ain't just got opportunities lined up for frogs everywhere man mm. yeah it's i to like,
0: take care of his new girlfriend.
2: Yeah, and there's one Ninja Turtle movie every two or three years now. There's like, these guys got to get jobs somewhere, and now they're done. So I, it's, it felt kind of sad. But, yeah, but
1: those aren't the, even the Ninja Turtle guys anymore. The Ninja Turtle guys are mocap guys now. They're That's not true. the puppet
2: guys. They're anymore. CGI to, and shit. Yeah. Although I do, uh, shamefully, I guess, I do love the new Ninja Turtle movies.
1: I, I wanted fine. to hate them. I
2: won't hate him. I thought I
1: Bebop and Rocksteady were amazing. Oh,
2: my God. The dude that played um, Bebop was so good. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, if you and could win. The guy win. played
1: Rocksteady was just a professional wrestler. Yeah. But <laughs> Gary Anthony Williams has always been great, though. Right. But
2: he should, like, I mean, it's not fair, but he should i wish life was like i wish the oscars weren't so pretentious because like his performance should win something just because yeah. or nominate it for something because it's just like he put his soul into that shit yeah for this silly ass movie and you're like damn man it's like you're not even gonna get recognized for this but he like fucking saved so much of that movie oh, oh
1: yeah anytime they were on screen
2: yeah was amazing. and you know who else was good in that movie
1: Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, dog. Yes, oh, yes. Tyler yes. Perry was and
2: good that. in that movie, man. I was, I wanted to hate, but I was like, man, every time he laughed, that Baxter Stockman laugh, I was just like, that, that's, that's good.
1: good. Oh man, what and a then good. Then fucking Steve Amell, go back to Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> go back to TV, you jabroni. Like, <laughs> it just, it didn't feel like Casey. Jo- it just yeah. felt like Steve Amell, like. I want to like those CW shows more. I watched all of Flash season one. It was good. Yeah. When you realize they're all the same, the DC universe should not be set in one part of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I know that it's cheaper, but guess what? It just looks cheap. (laughs) I mean, Supergirl, they've moved from LA to to Vancouver now. And it all just, it all has the same feel a lot of the time. And anything with like, uh, like characters like Gorilla Grodd where they're mostly CGI, like they have to be at night because they don't yeah. have the money to make them look good during the day. Just like Pacific Rim where the characters are never uh-huh. during <laughs> no. the day. no, no, yeah. he's
3: doing it now!
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm arcade Colossus it. <laughs> He's doing it
2: to us. Yeah. <laughs> we invited him into our house. <laughs> <laughs> we, we let this, we, we can only blame ourselves. One
1: daytime scene. You could have <laughs> done it, <on> GMO.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much it, uh, how much more it costs and shit like that, uh, to even do that. Cause it must be cost prohibitive, cause you're right. Like most CGI shit has to happen at night. Or, more importantly, maybe we're just dicks as fans because like i watched the uh, legends of tomorrow a yeah. couple weeks ago and they had this big like hulk nazi thing where this dude was like he shot himself with something he turned like a huge hulk and he mm-hmm. fought them during the middle of the day right oh wow it looked terrible yeah <laughs> it, looked ter- it looked i was just like watching it and i was like rooting for it and i was just like oh yeah yeah they should not have done this scene at all this is one of the worst looking scenes i've ever it's seen
1: that, and then now they've made them all the same like i hadn't seen supergirl and then um my wa- wife adina was watching the pilot and uh like it's kind of nice when you go to bed you wake up and your wife's on the couch watching supergirl like, yeah. i would say that's kind of a cool thing yeah but i go and i see like and already like a whole group of people like are guiding supergirl and i'm like yeah. oh just like the flash and just yeah. like Arrow. i don't know why they all have to have these large teams a team yeah Um, if there's one show that does that then that's that show and that's part of that show but for it to be this universal mandate is stupid to me
2: well i thought i always thought the uh arrow shit started because um nerds would have lost their mind if they would have put a batman Batman. show on but i really think they wanted to do a batman show Mm -hmm. because green Arrow's not that dark to be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the way they have him now, he's pretty much Batman, like, he has all his sidekicks, he's fucking, he's really tough on him, he wants to do everything by himself, the only thing is he does kill people, and Batman would never do that, fuck you Zack Snyder, but, as far as like, Ah. just on the show, you know, he's just damn near like, got an AeroMobile, might as well, you know, like, he's just that close from just (laughs) being being Batman, but it makes you think that, back when they had that idea, they were like let's do a batman show and they were like no with the movies and everything we can't do it Let's just make green arrow batman fuck it like and i think that's what happened and subsequently all the other shows have just mirrored that where it's like let's do flash okay well we're gonna need uh we're gonna need a, a crew of people uh from like a benetton app to be yeah <laughs> his his friends oh! and then and then we'll make that the new show, and now every show is gonna be that. I don't now personally. I don't mind it, but I'm very positive. It's hard for me to hate something. Like I don't yeah, even know.
1: Well, here's the, the the big problem I find with superhero stuff. Yeah, they haven't really addressed it, and I think like it gets worse every year. And mm-hmm. um, you know, Iron Man just kind of cut the Gordian knot with it. Is mm-hmm. that idea that like, and even back then it was dumb that people can't tell the secret identities, like. Yeah. Even if you show, like, the littlest bit of someone's mouth, and yeah. you are close friends with that person. You know who that person is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the stupidest thing in the world. So, the whole thing of, like, not knowing, like, like, if Oliver Queen is this, like, billionaire socialite and people aren't sure. Like, right, yeah. You, know, you have to realize, like, Bruce Wayne is the Kardashian of Gotham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we are in such, like, a celebrity-obsessed culture. With right. TMZ. Like, that's the thing. There's TMZ and all this stuff and webcam footage. And for people to still not know makes no sense.
2: It was and funny on the, I want to say the latest episode of Arrow or maybe two weeks ago he was fighting some dude or something and the guy just goes uh no it was i know what it was it was uh legends of tomorrow but the guy was just like yeah uh, i know you're the green arrow and he's like what because he was like in his ceo job he's like what the fuck are you talking about basically and he's like uh you came back to the city and then a dude in the hood start killing people like it's exactly six years ago after you were missing yeah it's obviously you <laughs> i was like yeah everyone would have put that together like that's not an like inter internet conspiracy theory it just would have been there going oliver queen's back oh yeah also there's a dude killing people left and right every night at, at times when oliver queen's not around oh yeah that's that's probably a good point
1: well i mean i think that's a part of the problem with the marvel netflix shows where they like you know they want to have it both ways of like here's these you know uh city stories where people don't really know like about the powers and stuff Mm. but we also want to admit that there's been an alien invasion (laughs) and i mean it's like every time like in luke cage where a a bad guy they never shot him in the face like yeah i think diamondback's the only one who aims for the face they just only shoot him in the chest the whole fucking 13 episodes. Ah. But every time they shoot in them, they're then like, Ooh. <laughs> they're surprised. you have Thor,
2: right? You have Hulk. Like, yeah. That, you know, um, in Supergirl, um, Clark Kent and Superman were in the first two episodes this season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're of course in Supergirl's city. Um, but same thing. Vancouver. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're in Toronto and mm-hmm. but there's, there's like so many, um, you know, su- like everyone around them is in the media business and they're so like super suspicious all the time like car you were five minutes late are you supergirl and it's like no i'm not Supergirl." okay cool well that was a whole episode but with this shit clark kent goes to this city superman starts showing up in this city like his boss perry calls him and shit and it's like no one goes maybe fucking clark kent superman superman hasn't been in fucking Mm. metropolis for a couple days and he's been showing up over here clark's been over here Like in because he wasn't like undercover anything. Everyone should put it together, but then it's just like no. And but of course, that's a reality where you don't even have to wear a mask. You can just like put on a suit and people are like, no way you could be
1: change
0: contacts and people can't recognize
1: you. Perry White award winning journalist. (laughs) Perry White is like writing like spotlight level like Exposes. (laughs) For the daily planet, and it's like, but I can't, you know, these priests are doing something terrible! <laughs> Wait, where's Clark? Yeah. <laughs> Get oh, Kit in here!
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, flimsy. Uh, but you know, it's, these, they must have come up with this shit in like 1940 or whatever, and it just made sense at the time. They were just like, fuck it, man. People aren't ever gonna. Yeah. Like when they made this, what I keep think, going back to is, they never were like enough people will love this and care about it and oh, no. painstaking detail and then billion dollar movies will be built around this and Oh like, no they no one way. they
1: didn't realize that right and two they didn't realize that the people who would become fans of it in the future would be so sad and yes. lonely <laughs> oh. that they couldn't <laughs> accept anything changing. <laughs> so they're like well We could eventually improve on this, but at the same time, if we do, it'll break the heart's of millions of people and they'll <laughs> have to tweet at whatever a leslie jones is
2: yeah
1: <laughs> we don't know yet because we're in the past
2: that's true man as content creators it's just there's no i don't yeah. think they could have envisioned we're that we're in 1939
1: future. we don't know what a leslie jones is but it is a black person right. being freaked out by ghosts so <laughs> yeah. that does fit all the ones <laughs> yeah. on screen in our time
2: yeah <laughs> like it had to be a big deal for them to be like let's put a black person in this in like 19 it's like meanwhile outside it's like bust boycotts and shit and they're just it's like let's just put a black dude in this maybe make him a black panther like that'll be cool and it's just, but now we're like 2016 it's like black lives matters in the street black panthers in the in the uh in the, in the movie theater uh luke cage has the blackest fucking show on netflix of all time like it's just i know we got a show named black and what's happening yeah. here like there's just no fucking way they thought of that shit i mean you can tell some just white
1: imagine people. the same thing's gonna happen for latinos Three hundred years
0: from yes, I <laughs> might be dead and gone. But yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> Eventually, we might get uh, an Asian show starring an Asian dude. I mean, yeah, it might yeah. happen. I
1: don't know. Keep oh, thinking. White trough. Tiger movie twenty 21- one <laughs> thirty seven. Wait for it. <laughs>
0: and, and, and you know what? Not to get off topic, I cannot wait until we get the um, Spanish soap operas. What are they Tell
1: called?
3: Of, telenovelas.
0: Telenovelas in English, mm-hmm. because i can never understand but bits and pieces but they look so intense
2: first of all uh we do have those you just refuse to watch how to get away with murder with me Mm -hmm. and that's your fault because shonda Rhymes, shonda Rhymes has been putting those on tv uh with the black twist on it um anyway i was supposed to introduce the show but let's just skip past (laughs) all that stuff and, uh, let's talk about our sponsors. Of course, today's show is brought to you by Bevel. This episode is brought to you by Bevel, which is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game, say goodbye to Razor Bumps. Check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt today and get your first month free. Getbevel.com slash tbgwt. And we're also brought to you by Shadow Doll Productions, <clears throat> who makes a bunch of great audio plays. And in this case, they have an halloween oh and they have a halloween uh audio play um check out their scary audio play all your nightmares it's on itunes and you can just go on itunes or search for jenna simon and john Faust or all your nightmares it'll come up and if you really want to pick them up leave them a five-star review guys okay dexter writes some really scary stuff all right he does all right man so um back to this back to this ridiculousness that is happening in the world today um mike yeah you write for amy schumer okay yeah she's been all over the news yeah how do you feel because every time i see like an article or something i'm always like mike that's mike's job like i can't help because like i because i i feel like you know i do know you at this point Uh, to a certain extent so like even when i see the arc i'm like oh yeah i I agree with this or i don't agree with that but then i'm kind of like mike somewhere like oh man i hope they don't like make my boss unemployable (laughs) 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 like does it fuck with you or do you i mean
1: i mean you know it's like well like the main thing is you know i i did uh season four it's the best job i've ever had yeah. It was awesome. She's awesome, um, you know? And it was that thing of, like, now it's, like, not knowing when the show's coming back, I'm like, well, I'll just keep working. And, yeah. you know, hopefully, like, you know, you you want to get to a point, like, at the beginning, like, I was at a point, like, oh, God, I hope the phone rings again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, very Gil from Simpsons. Uh, actually, <laughs> yes. Gil. And now it's like, you know, it's just pushing hard enough to get to a point where i'm like well yeah i'll come back and do the show and yeah. if i'm around you know, I'm
2: like, <laughs> well it's, i mean you're kind of lucky too because none of this shit has anything to do with you directly so you're kind of like able to like be like all right i ain't gotta i don't have to no, step in front and, of this bullet
1: you know it's a thing of like i'm staying offline about it right. and stuff and her thing you know she's been good to me and and that's it
2: how much of it is a worry just in the profession though like because you know like uh you brought up earlier how how do you make the difference between like a couple people and then like uh, articles are written like i we've done this on the show before actually where there'll be this outrage thing and it's like oh this is terrible and uh for example uh during the olympics Uh, summer olympics gabby douglas uh people were talking about her hair like i want to say four years ago Mm -hmm. so then this year comes up and there's a bunch of new articles like people are talking about her hair guys yeah so i went and looked up each art i I hate i had to waste the time to do this but i really had this hunch that it was some bullshit so i went and looked up each article and they you know embed these tweets in these articles this is journalism now and you look on the tweet, it'll actually show you in the picture like, it was retweeted this many times and it was uh wow. favorited this many times, right? Yeah. Five retweets, four favorites. I click and go to that count. Three followers, you know? Oh, yeah. But, but, the but the, but, but it can't be denied the overall impact of the media cycle was they made this an art, like, they made it an issue, but it really wasn't an issue. So I want, like, do you worry about that? Like, one of these days I'm gonna think it's some bullshit, and it's gonna catch on, or one of these days I'm gonna think it's uh like something I said was offensive, and then it's you know, and it's but it's really no one cares about this shit but me
1: I mean I think you know the I mean first step is just not saying bullshit yeah, well, <laughs> I mean it helps it helps, <laughs> <laughs> and you know like thinking you know sometimes like should i comment on this is this something i can comment on and things like that and i and i feel like you know people complain about the pc culture and all that and i don't think it's that easy to just say like like the main reason comedians complain about the pc culture is like no one wants their job to be harder ever no one one wants any type of change right you know it doesn't matter what it is like You're you're used to doing things a certain way. But, I mean, in a lot of ways, I think there's good in it. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's some bad in in how PC things are. I mean, the bad to me is the entitlement in the sense that, like... Yeah. You know, you you go to a comedy show now and people feel more inclined to get whatever they you know that they feel like they're paying to see whatever they think comedy is and yeah I
2: saw the opener last night um the yeah. host she said a joke where she was like uh i had cancer and i you know i overcame it and it's like she's like you know the big c word because cancer is a cunt and this woman in front of us was like uh-uh and i was like we can't say cancer's a cunt. Like I, I mean, she's a woman. Yeah, right. it's not. I mean, was she? Was she? Did she offend the mythical idea of cancer? Like cancer's out there. Like right. you, mother. That's it. I'm yeah. getting someone else sick. I'm getting a kid now because
1: of you, buddy. But she didn't say uh-uh when she said she had cancer. That was right. she was okay with yeah. Oh, <laughs> I
2: accept
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm all with your cells deteriorating. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, if you die early, cool. But you ain't gonna be out here saying words I dislike. But but yeah, there is kind of that entitlement. You know, we've had fans hit us up with stuff where you're just like, you, you, like, I'm comfortable with you just not supporting our show All right? rather than to make that kind of show that to me wouldn't be fun or authentic or whatever. Um, and I recognize everybody has a, you know,
0: yeah. that right.
2: I'm, I'm like, I think sometimes people challenge everyone's right to be like i don't like this which is fine you don't like this
0: right which is fine but that person also has the right to be like you know what fuck your opinion i'm not changing and then they get offended that you go my opinion is not that valid well Well, it's not to me on this issue one
2: of the things i'm gonna say is like specifically with mike it probably helps coming from like the kind of nerd culture because they we do complain about everything yeah Aww, you know what I mean? okay. so it's like it's like yeah of course there are people that complain about comedy and then the other thing that probably helps is working at mcdonald's all that time oh uh,
1: yeah you
2: mm-hmm. know because i work i worked at mcdonald's too um not as long as you obviously um uh, mike is calvin uh but <laughs> <and> <laughs> you
1: look like grimace so yeah that's,
2: that's- he, you know, he was my favorite. Um, but you, I'm more of a like ham...
1: If, if Grimace played the harmonica. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm like if Grimace, uh, was the hamburger too. Cause yeah. I feel like he was stealing hamburgers as well. And he got away with a lot of it. Um, he was just way smoother. Yeah. Um, but, but that was the, um, the thing yeah. about, uh um, I,
1: I worked at McDonald's for as many years as there were unnecessary shots of the biggie portrait. In this <laughs> we get the metaphor.
2: <laughs> See, I don't think you do, man. See. <laughs> the person that's standing there is king of new york because big was king of new york it's really it's it's got levels to it guys that's why you had to my favorite part about Cotton cottonmouth standing in front of the um the painting though yeah. is uh that means in his office at some point and i wish they could have shown this on maybe in the outtakes he had to like all right if i sit somewhere here i need to stand like right here let me put a mark a tape on the floor or something That way it looks like the crowns on my head, you know what I mean? Like just like just reshoots of them being like, hold on, no, no, he needs to be standing exactly there in that chair. No, don't put him in that chair because it's gonna like the crowns on my shoulder. Like I wanted to see that. My
1: favorite thing is that you know because it's in the Marvel universe, you know that Biggie was one of. Winter Soldier's targets. That's right. right? You had to. You had them on that list. Stark's mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. Tupac. Mm-hmm. Tupac. Biggie. <laughs> it's so much. Of... Hydra was, was there behind was it a... all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was just a little reference to that. Yeah. <laughs> <You
2: know. laughs> they should have brought it up in the Winter Soldier's like, first I killed JMS Master J, yes. and what now what? this.
1: <laughs> Hydra had invested in Eminem as the future of Raiden. <laughs> they realized you know the <laughs> white supremacy is subtle sometimes it's subtle
2: yeah you never know and they
1: realize all right we want this big white rap star <laughs> but these two black guys you know yeah for whatever reason are the biggest rap stars now <laughs>
2: first we'll make them try to kill each other let's shoot tupac with we'll not kill them and then they'll have beef <laughs> And then a bunch of people will die, and then they're like, that shit's not working, so Winter Soldier, I'm going to need you to take these guys out. Don't kill Puff Daddy, whatever you do.
1: (laughs) Did you you know that if you look at Biggie's autopsy, there are – road marks <laughs> they're clearly done with a metal hand i'm just saying if we looked at the clues
0: we see traces of metal <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah that's, what we, that's what i want to see in the infinity wars is tony stark gets revenge but it's really for big you know yeah he's like my parents i can understand but the king of new york hip-hop yeah. <laughs> that was too much buddy
0: Well, biggie playing in the background <clears throat> i'm here for this
2: yeah um but but yeah man working at mcdonald's um for that long man like how how long were you there seven and a half years yeah. so there's really nothing that could be worse right i mean as far as like career-wise now everything's kind of uphill right
1: yeah yeah oh yeah i mean that was the fun thing like getting into comedy it's like oh nothing can ever be this sad <laughs> <laughs> Like, because so many people that get into comedy are from middle and upper class backgrounds where their parents said, follow your dreams. Yeah. (laughs) And my parents have always been supportive, for sure. But it was definitely, like, getting into it and realizing, like, you know, oh, nothing is beneath me. Like, oh, okay, I can do this. Like, I've been watching these amazing videos on YouTube, and I can't recommend them enough. This is, like... Series called no small parts mm-hmm. and what it is, is there they're these profiles on character actors and it talks you through their whole careers mm. and it's like really fascinating as someone in show business like the first episode is about Anne ramsey you know mama fratelli and the oh. woman from, throw mama from the train yeah and the whole thing about like years and years and years of her life she was purposely like if you look at her IMDb page, it's like old broad, battle axe, like, <laughs> ball know? and chain, and they did a they did a piece uh, I watched yesterday. They, like this, this series is so amazing. They did a whole episode on the guy who plays thing in the Adams Family, the wow. hand, the hand actor who was like the hand actor of the nineties. Yeah, like he's the hand in Idle Hands, like. Wow. He's like just the best hand guy. So they did this whole piece about um, Dean Norris, you know, Hank from Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. And they talked about how he played a cop 36 different times. Shit. And like how some people could see that as negative that you're typecasted, but what it really means is that you're just reliable and good at the job.
2: Right. You have like you have a thing you can do.
1: And that he could have been a guy who's like, you know what, I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm better than this. I'm sick of being the cop. But he's like, all right, I got it.
2: Yeah, I always, and you know it's fucked up, but um, whenever there's an actor that does have an article or something come out where they're trying to get out of being typecast, like, people are so fucked up that we like get angry at them you know when it's like i don't want to be zach morris for my whole life you're like fuck you go back to being zach you're gonna do this shit for the rest of your life i don't care if you're 90 or you have kids or you gotten do you look different now like you you're fucking 15 forever buddy like we like we want people put back into that box. Dance that
1: magic dance motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That's it. Um so yeah, it is kind of fucked up, man. Um and then Karen and I, you know, we've been waiters and stuff. I worked in uh, fast food, McDonald's and Wendy's and stuff. Um and it is I don't think there's anything worse than bombing at McDonald's or Wendy's. Like, as far as your job, like I've had people, we ran out of ketchup one time. Oh yeah. And I had people throw food back at me. Oh yeah. Which is like, cause of no ketchup, like everything in your meal is shit now, you know? And like, it was, it was like such a, uh, emergency because we were uh we have a theme park here called carowinds mm-hmm. yeah. and we were the closest mcdonald's to carowinds so like buses would show up full of kids and they would fuck up the lobby and throw up and shit and mm-hmm. and then like you know and the managers would be super like coked up and like hyper they're like plus on the lot let's go come on you know like <laughs> i remember that it was like the fucking military or whatever and um we ran out of ketchup and they started taking ketchup from the ketchup gun that shoots ketchup onto your burgers that's right guys it's just a machine back there it's not none of that's Ah! real you're taking (laughs) away the magic yeah and they were like shoot ketchup into like these things and be like here just give them this and then the people be like fuck that i want ketchup packets and i was like giving people um free mcnugget sauce like i was doing i was 15 i wasn't even like i was just getting cussed out left and right i was like you know what else is good on there hot mustard how about that oh you know like ducking fucking fries and shit and And I just remember like that day being like, this is probably the worst job I'm ever going to have for the rest of my
1: life. So let me just. And that probably motivated you to want to do this. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, yeah, I'm gonna build a life where I don't ever have to work at McDonald's, and I get to do exactly what I want. I can work because... for myself. Yeah, I was yeah. like,
2: "Fuck Calvin! I gotta find a way to get to college. Yeah. Ah, ah. Like, I gotta do better in school. Only like, I'm just how
1: Calvin. Did it? Yeah, you really like he got an agenda against Calvin.
2: Yeah, well, you know, man, I actually love Calvin. Man, he was a uh, he was a symbol of uh, a lot of a uh, black. Um, Positivity. Those
0: commercials during those hilarious. commercials,
2: everybody in the neighborhood was rooting for Calvin. I was like, yeah. but it was sad because he tricked me into getting that job. So I hold it against him
3: because <laughs> I, hope he got I, a franchise. I thought the whole hood
2: would be rooting for me, man. I thought I'd be walking to work in my McDonald's uniform and they'd be like, "Oh, hey, Rod, good, congratulations, good mm-hmm. luck making the management team." And instead, they were like, "You smell like fries. Can you sit in the back of the bus?" I'm like, "Fuck, yes. this did not work." <laughs> yeah, no, that's what. Yeah.
0: yeah, one thing about working about food around food, you smell like food, especially when I worked All at IHOP. They was like. You smell like bacon. You smell like eggs. You smell like pancakes. Right?
2: Your whole life, yeah. And everyone has to tell you. Like, no one can just go, obviously, this guy's had a hard day working at uh, McDonald's. He smells like fries and shame. Why don't we just leave this dude alone? And instead, it's always like, you smell like fries. Like, oh, really?
1: But the worst thing is that you feel the grease oh yes oh yeah (laughs) oh i still
2: remember those showers man Yeah, long
1: long showers
2: hot showers like uh like the end of uh uh like the accused and shit like it's just like you you feel so dirty man and like
1: the showers they uh (laughs) you know convince my people to go
2: (laughs) 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 And and then like um when i worked at wendy's one time there was this guy he came and it was like him and his girlfriend or something and so um they ordered like a salad and something right so like i hand him the bag right and then i hand try to hand him the salad but like the salad kind of slipped out of my hand and it didn't it didn't even like come out of the plastic or like nothing spilled or anything but it just slipped a little bit and she caught it and i was like oh my bad and then the dude was like like he just stopped and like stared at me, I, I'll i never forget his face, like his eyes were red, like bloodshot red, and it got real quiet, and so I actually apologized twice, because you know, they wouldn't pull off, I was just like, hey, sorry about that, it just slipped, and he was just like, don't let it happen again, motherfucker, and I was like, a fucking, over a salad, like I'm not, I said, well, it's my bad, man, I, I you know, I was in college at the time, working part-time, I was like, it's my bad, man, sorry, and he was just like, i'm gonna be back and i was like for this like this is the thing i die for this (laughs) fucking salad slipped out of my hand at 45 degrees instead of like fucking you know 90 degrees or whatever like
1: and that guy just wanted his bike back from debo you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know and the worst part is i got off work that night and i was half thinking like i hope this motherfucker's not in the parking lot with this goddamn salad right you know so so anyway all that to say like there's nothing that can be worse than that as a job for those moments. So, I like, I think I don't get too down about, you know, mm. somebody's like, I don't like this or that. I'm just like, I, someone was going to kill me over a salad, dog. Like, I don't know what to tell well, you. But to
1: me, that's part <laughs> of, like, why I started, like, growing the beard, why, like, I wear the comic book shirts. Is It's like, oh, well, now if I don't ever have to wear a hat again in my life and, like, have this shitty uniform right. and be forced to do certain things. Like, I'm going to be the person that I wanted to be then. Yeah. Not take even the that person minute. I want to be anymore, but just that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: you look at yourself now, you're like, this is terrible. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I, I should put on a suit and shave this shit off, yeah, but yeah. I got to live
1: for 17 year old me yeah. <laughs> who never thought he'd get to be on TV and <laughs> wear Spider Man shirts and, you know. <laughs> talk about venom's dick (laughs) we are hard
2: (laughs) oh man um all right so let's see is any news that happened um you're on planes a lot right yeah um bad behavior on planes apparently is 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 at all time high guys it's rising
1: oh from the stewardesses and how they treat you (laughs) how they can't say the word thank you without it coming off like hate speech thank you
2: uh maybe it's coming from uh well if you're a black doctor on a plane obviously you're gonna get a little bit of flack but Uh for uh that man's life is in danger Yeah, but come on. I was just... (laughs) (laughs) You're not a doctor. Yeah, you know how many years of school you had to go through to be a doctor?
0: Nobody told me. No black person Mm -hmm. would do that. Mm -hmm. Your hair's too curly to be a
2: doctor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Her name was Claire Temple.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Claire Temple, man. What is her job like? Because she definitely does a lot of unpaid doctoring on the side. And Mm -hmm. I feel like someone should reimburse her with one of these
1: Marvel checks. Unpaid doctor, unnecessary cameoing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
2: No, her cameo and Luke Cage is necessary because someone needed to tell him that coffee shit was corny. Okay. Yeah. It took 13 episodes and yeah. someone finally was like, come on, dog. This
1: is that was the resolution you needed. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was like, come on, Luke. This is pretty corny, man. You got to stop these lines. Um, I, I don't
1: mind that fat scientist found diamond back, but fucking- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so yeah, planes are more
2: crowded. Seats are smaller. Connecting times are shorter. Amenities are growing more rare. The stress of flighting other tra- travelers for scarce overhead bins space sets people on edge. Yeah, I know we checked all our shit um, because I, I when I like, I like just didn't want to deal with it, which is sad, but I'd rather pay that, what was it, like $20? $20,
0: $25 a bag.
2: I just paid it, man, because I was like, I saw how they treat other people's shit. No one cares about anyone else's shit but theirs. There was this old uh-huh. white dude that was just like, someone was like, yeah, man, that's my thing. He was just like, mm mm-hmm. That's like oh, uh yeah. that just crushed someone's fine China, dude. What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Um, Slamming the
0: doors all hard trying to get this shit to close. It was terrible.
1: Oh yeah, every airline is hate fucking you through the sky.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: there's it's funny because so when I fly with Adina, like the actual flight like stresses her out, the fear of like a plane oh. crash and all that, which is rational and a lot yeah. of people have that. For me, it's the stress of getting on and off the plane mm-hmm. seeing backpacks in the overhead compartments mm-hmm. like all of that stuff and and, and, and it it's it, it like I get so <laughs> angry
2: about yeah. it. Yeah. People like people are the problem really. Like when uh like when people go um I hate social media. And it's like, well, it's the social part that just fucked it up. Like, I like the media, you know what I mean? Like, we just, hey, put pictures of your kids. Like, people complain about that. I'm like, no, that part is the easy part. It's Mm -hmm. the, I don't really want to know how you feel about affirmative action, dog. Like, you could have kept that to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I like that we
1: live in a world where people can, like, you know, minorities can talk about the abuse and mistreatment. I just don't like that we live in a world where, people have to then deny that it's happening right. even yeah. though they're reading about it yeah
2: it's like uh i'm gonna create 17 egg accounts and i'm gonna get busy today okay black oh. people need to understand yeah. that this shit is this shit is uh that this is a great country like that's the other thing is like when you create the harassing accounts you're really going they i just want to explain to them how great america is how it's not racist it's not sexist it's not homophobic it's not transphobic it's just perfect in every single way anyway Egg destroyer number seventy five. Well, it's
1: funny, I read an article saying how like Twitter, like their main goal this year is to make a profit for the first time. Yeah. That they've never made a profit. And so, you know, like I I definitely think harassment laws need to change on yeah. Twitter. But I also get from their perspective, like, we're not even making money on yeah. this.
2: <laughs>
1: like, we are.
2: Well, you know what's funny is uh uh, one of the reasons they're not making money is because we're so entitled as people. And it's not just the good people, even the eggs and shit. Like, everyone's so entitled. Because, like, the people that are harassing people on Twitter feel like that's their right. You know, they're like, well, what the fuck? You're going to take the harassment off your site? that's bullshit and then there's other people that are like i use your site and i attract people to it and you let me get harassed all day that's bullshit and they're just sitting there like we're just counting account numbers we don't give a fuck uh morally about anything which you know it sucks and it does cost them money i think mm-hmm. um ultimately cleaning up their like it's so di- it's so weird that the facebook experience is so different from the twitter experience because like at least on Facebook, you find out, like, your uncle's homophobic as opposed to t- Twitter where you just find out 13 different strangers are homophobic. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and Facebook's <laughs> filtering is a lot different.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's like an investment or something. But um, they are going to have to fix it because, like I said, they were trying to, like, I think they were either, like, trying to get investors or they're trying to see if someone wanted to buy it.
1: Well, that's why they got rid of Vine because it just wasn't profitable. Yeah. They're which, trying to make money and it. And it's funny, like, as someone in showbiz, like, how much those things became a priority. Like, Mm -hmm. watching Vine stars on TV and stuff. Right. Oh, my God. The the Vine episode of At Midnight is one of the best timestamps for this generation. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. But then, like, and and now it's gone. You know, I mean, it's not technically gone, but essentially it's going to be gone because – it was like, yeah, no one can make money off that shit. So well,
1: here's the thing: when you exclusively cater to twelve-year-olds, yeah, they're all gonna turn thirteen next year into being into something different, and you have to hope that you have to market and like strategize how to get the next group of twelve-year-olds. Right, like, that's tough. Like, yeah, because like <clears throat> it, it's so funny. It's such the you know youtube and vine and twitter and all of that is so youth-based like right that's the advertising dollar that everyone wants because then you have it forever If you mm-hmm. get someone when they're young they're right. loyal to you but it's like the shit's fickle like that's why like mtv a lot of those shows never last long or the mm-hmm. cast change because right. they change
2: right yeah it's, it is like and then it's like if you do manage to hold on to those people their whole lives then you get like, you know, us complaining about Arrow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like all you're gonna get if you do get the lifelong like fanhood is like, Well now my life isn't as cool as when uh my mom bought my meals and my biggest responsibility was homework and cleaning up and the house I'm an adult. and yeah, like and would I my big stressor was would I get to go outside today? I don't know. Yeah. Like Can I drive the car today? Yeah, I hope everything M- turns out okay. Yeah, but M T
1: th- V is a lot less like appealing when you get catfished by life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you have like
1: yeah. bills and shit,
2: it's just like yeah. not like entertainment goes from uh well not when you were a kid it's like Oh yeah, Ninja Turtles, I-, I hope it's good. If not, I'm going to watch it anyway too. I
1: mean, I like Tommy Moore as the Green Ranger, but let's see him as the white, you know? Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. see what happens it's, now. It, the swords it, of Talking it. Tiger, that's kind of cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, now, but now when you're like, uh, 35 and you got bills and you got all this stress on you, oh, yeah. th- then it's like, <laughs> this entertainment better work, man. The motherfucking, if, that, I'll, if I'll I'll I spend, have time to waste. if I spend two hours and $20 to see Superman fight Batman, it better not stop because the safe word was their mama's name. It be- that better not be what happened. And so the, the I mean, the they pressure are raised.
1: Your hypothetical character you just created has a really valid point there. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> agree it with better him. not stop. Right, <laughs>
2: but I like I just kind of right. like if I was thirteen and I watched that movie, I'd just be like. Oh, look at all the explosions and fighting! See, I just agree
1: there. Mm -hmm. If you were thirteen, but you are thinking based on the conditions of how you were raised, right? But now they're raised in the entitlement soup. That's what I am saying. Yeah, these
2: thirteen-year-olds are not like me. Oh yeah. If I was thirteen, I'd be like happy to be at the theater and air
1: conditioning, watching special effects. Oh yeah, these thirteen-year-olds are like, ooh, a new Call of Duty game. It's in space. (laughs) No. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I have to be a black guy as a protagonist in my video game. It's some bullshit.
1: It's Pokemon but I have to walk
0: <laughs> I gotta physically leave
1: Yeah that the- I will not purchase this free app. <laughs> The writing, was, the writing was on the wall with Pokemon
2: Go. As soon as I was, I saw it involved walking. I was like, "Oh yeah, that won't last long in America. Someone's gonna get shot, or yeah. uh, <laughs> like someone's gonna sue Pokemon in the game because they got hit by a car. Like we're we're not that society, man. We're not the get outside and have a hike." searching for pokémon society in america oh, yeah, yeah.
1: it's in the middle yeah here's a <laughs> here's a snorlax in the middle of the highway yeah
2: <laughs> like some, something bad's gonna happen you like i don't know who created this game but they must not have been american because we're not we're not advanced for all that um here's my major news for at least for me um girl scout cookie cereal is finally gonna be a reality guys
0: i'm here for it
2: okay awesome okay. Karen's it. okay, so okay, the whole room supports Girl Scout cookie, um, cereal. Now I'm assuming, um, I'll definitely be getting Thin Mints. Okay, I'll be
0: getting the Samoans, the Purple Box.
2: Okay, all right, so, um, Mike, are you, you have a preference on thin the mints, Girl Scout cookie? Thins, thin Mints? Yeah, of course, yeah, like most rational human beings. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, they're gonna do Caramel Crunch and Thin Mints, so there'll be no Samoan, uh,
1: cereal, Karen. Has, has the Isle of Samoa ever been upset? about you <laughs> <I> ever <laughs> asked them
2: is that not like a slur like what if we go there and they're just like man fuck those cookies we don't even eat that kind of oh, shit yeah. here
1: i only know samoa because of wrestling yeah there i know because been... of football yeah <laughs> but that's the thing to me oh yeah i be a lot of the same guys yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's the funny thing like i think because the rock came out of wrestling I've always I've always seen The Rock as more Samoan than Black, but I think yeah. he's also been yeah. marketed as more Samoan. Yeah, than
2: black. yeah. Other than uh, when he Kevin was Herman, he in the Nation or something uh, for a nation while, Nation of Domination. Other yeah. than that time, he's mostly yeah. I, what was weird for me with the uh, with like Samoa is like uh, because of who we see come from there. There has to, there has to be a bias where like if you're just a skinny normal dude that's Samoan. There have to be so many people in this world that are just like, whatever, motherfucker, man. What are you, like, Cuban or something, dude? You don't have to lie to us. No, I got the tattoo and everything. Yeah, whatever, buddy.
1: My head's pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That That was the big stereotype in wrestling, like, in the 80s and 90s, like, Samoans have hard heads. Yeah. They would do it with black people, too, because the junkyard dog would have, like, headbutt and stuff. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're tougher. And, yeah.
0: Yeah, you'd be disappointed to all the ladies. They'd be like, hey, you ain't slathered up like that man from the Olympics. I don't believe you.
2: Yeah, that dude wasn't even Samoan. I forget what Ali he was from. But, but, but you know, we're yeah.
0: ignorant, so they all look like this.
2: It's just so weird, because, yeah, I, in my head, I do have a stereotype of just but all Samoans be being pack. these fucking, like, <laughs> right. like, these just alpha male-ass <laughs> jack dudes walking around. Say, Me, brother.
1: My, hey, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Meanwhile, there's just, like, a Samoan, like, scientist somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, or maybe he is Jack, but then he's just, like, not into football or wrestling. He's just, like, a jacked-ass, like, mechanic, you know what I mean? Like, I
1: remember <laughs> I was so devastated as a kid growing up because, um, like, I, you know, it's pretty easy to find out wrestling's fake, like, like yeah. the wrestling of it, like, oh, yeah, if you get dropped on your head, you'll die. <laughs> they must fall on their knees and the head's hovering like that shit like okay i figured out quick but i still needed to believe that everything else in wrestling was real (laughs) when i when i found out that yokozuna wasn't japanese it devastated (laughs) me that he was just a fat samoan guy named Rodney. (laughs) rodney and he loved he loved biggie and rap and stuff and he like grew up in la and shit
2: this social, I wonder if social media changed that too, cause, mm-hmm. uh, be you know, they don't have to be on all the time. Like, you might just see, uh, like, John Cena could just be like, I'm gonna go take pictures and, at me this is me at the beach you know what i mean this they me. have to
1: be on though in in, in social media mm-hmm. it, they they still have to be in character because like wwe makes them have twitter accounts oh so yeah. oh so it's
2: all corporate now yeah and Shit. they have to be
1: so careful about spoilers and things like that but i i mean i get that yeah
2: yeah for a business yeah i uh, wonder when it first showed up if anybody got caught slipping you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just, yeah. you know what I mean? Because
0: now it's a corporate <laughs> machine, but when it first happened, I could imagine yeah. nobody knowing the rules,
1: the yeah. Like,
2: what the fuck is Triple H doing hanging out with The Rock? They hate each other right now. It's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's like, right. He,
1: it's bullshit. This Kevin is- Owens can't follow Seth Rollins. they <laughs> are about to fight in a hell in a cell. Yeah. <laughs> you got to unfriend him. Yeah. <laughs> or that make that the storyline. I saw you muted me. I know yeah. you did. <laughs> I know.
2: That's coming. That's got to be coming if that hasn't <laughs> happened already. It has to be <laughs> a... Uh, there needs to be a social media fight that really takes place in the ring. That would be know, and awesome. You know
0: what? It's gonna happen on Instagram because ain't that where all the fights
2: happen? Uh, Instagram is a big right. place for the fights. I, I don't know why. Yeah, but.
1: yeah, yeah. Two things on there: a, a nuanced social media story and a complex gay character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Darren Young came out. Like he won the first match, but then after that, they're like, "Oh yeah, we got nothing for you." <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh it's yeah it's uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how that shit changes man um and other huge news um here um, uh, apparently common the rapper okay okay we all know him and regina hall who is like at this point one of those character actors i would almost say like oh she, yeah like she like she just hit that ceiling, which I mean, I guess a lot of black women actors in Hollywood probably hit that same ceiling, but it's it's like she can be in a movie, but she can't have a movie. You know what I mean? Like it's like For whatever reason. Listen, we need a sassy girlfriend at the corporate job, and you would be perfect for that, Regina. uh what a whole three dimensional character. Calm down, calm down, buddy. Um well they're in love now. Yep, that's right. He convinced the actress to start dating last year while they well, were. They were filming. on
1: this at a barbershop. Barbershop right? three. I bet someone got something out of that movie. <laughs> I w- I watched it on the plane here. Oh, for real? I watched Barbershop the next cut on
2: the plane right here. Well, you know what, man? You I already felt that we owed you so much as a, as, as as just you know friends of the show, but. I definitely owe you for watching that while well, I didn't have to,
1: cause I, yeah. was, I was refused. I refused. See, see, now white allies, this is what just, we yeah. need to do.
2: Step in front of the bullet ask for your, me.
1: Ask your black friend. <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't, yeah, I don't, like, we should just put out a list, like, I don't want to see Medea's, high, Tyler Perry, uh, Halloween, but.
1: You live in a you. city where they don't have moonlight yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do, man. I do. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, I hear it's coming out next week, which means okay. we Fantastic. gotta pick between Doctor Strange and uh, Moonlight for our movie next week. So, uh, I already see Karen's face balling up because apparently we're not going to be black enough next week. Guys, mm-hmm. tune in the week after we will go see Moonlight mm-hmm. for sure. Because Karen's going to want to see Dr. Strange. <laughs> I have been. It's
1: it. good to tell these four. okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I didn't mean to look at you like that, but I'm
0: like, <laughs> I've been waiting forever, ignoring all the extra commercials. Karen
2: shut that shit down in the mm-hmm. mid question. I was just like, oh, okay. We'll see Dr. Strange.
0: Mm-hmm. I am black, but no. I so, do want to
2: see Moonlight though. It looks so, like it's going to be yeah, dope.
1: Bar- Barbershop. Three. If, if 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 you if you want me to talk about barbershop, you, next yeah, time, sure. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead.
2: me a review. I mean, did you? Could you tell the chemistry between Regina Hall and Common was growing on the set?
1: Um, uh, not really. Mm. No, because their their characters didn't interact that much. Uh, I will say, Nicki Minaj is a CGI character now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you think she played wrestling? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I think that she could be in the Ninja Turtles movie.
3: <laughs>
1: it, 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 it looks like a, a regular black woman fell in the ooze. Like, <laughs> it's so weird to look at. Yeah, and they talk about the fake ass and everything. I mean, they do?
2: Oh man, I thought they were pretending it was real. It's
1: weird because the movie like has like this serious plot about gang violence and
3: the yeah. whole thing.
1: It's like the third one, so the whole thing of like. I guess we gotta close the shop again. Like, yeah, stop. Like, do we do one where the shop isn't gonna be closed? What? Oh wait, that is
2: the plot in this one. They're gonna close the shop again.
1: That he's sick of it. That he's gonna possibly sell the shop. Yeah, Jesus. And and move it uptown out of the south side. They never and this- they
2: never sell the shop anyway. So it's like such a yeah. it's a waste of a plot. I yeah. think I seen the first one and that was it. I want to see Barbershop four where he burns the shop down for insurance money. And then it just becomes like a heist theme. You know yeah. what I mean? That would be a cool, cool way to start it. Or just, or like, no, racist people burn the shop down and they have to rebuild it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that would be good. You know, it's, I don't know who would watch it, but.
1: It's funny watching Cedric need less and less makeup for the old character. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been 14 years. Like, you're just, like, starting to, like, you know.
2: <laughs> and he can really, like, cut people's hair and fuck it up on purpose because that's just how he is now. It's not like. They don't have to. It's not a gag anymore. He's just like, "Oh shit, my bad, dog." Like, leave it in. Just That's leave my it in. arthritis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually do have arthritis. Someone give me my medicine. Uh, I'm not acting anymore.
1: It's funny because I I watched the first one mm-hmm. again. I, I saw it years ago. Um, it is really hard uh, because um, the celebrity death that I cried the most about was Fat Anthony Anderson. Oh yeah, I miss him. Breaks my heart that his heart won't break. (laughs) Um, Loved. (laughs) He was adorable. He was adorable, man. Yeah this this new guy, not as much. He, I always say like Ethan Suppley is the white Anthony Anderson. They followed a similar trajectory. (laughs) And you look at Ethan Suppley in Mallrats, and it's very similar to Anthony Anderson in Barber Shop, the fun, fat side character that you just laugh at yeah i yeah. then they lost weight and got to star on tv shows
2: yeah i mean i guess hollywood wins when it comes to body images they just you either lose weight or you get or you die off career wise you know yeah, yeah. but I, I i i did look up the anthony anderson when he was fat though because um he was in pretty much every bad black movie for, oh, he's for a kang- kangaroo jack yeah he was a kangaroo jack um he was in like fucking like romeo must die or yeah. whatever but then he also was the big bad on the season of the Shield, and I was like, this motherfucker can act. Like it went from like, ah, oh, he's kind of a silly side actor thing. But when he was in the Shield, I was legitimately terrified of this adorable man. Yeah. And I was like, he, you know. And then I guess he realized like, now nah, I got to lose weight and be somebody because he started in a fell Fox cop show where he was in new orleans and yeah,
1: he would no longer be the big bad now he just be the bad the bad yeah <laughs> it's
2: like oh now you're just a typical scary black guy no thanks And that's
1: the strange thing <laughs> would he would he have been the lead of a of a sitcom if he was still fat yeah i
2: don't, I don't, know. I don't know and i I mean i there's no reason he wouldn't have been able to as far as like character wise but you yeah. just a writing like a room i think you brought it up um while I was, we were talking about gotham on facebook one day and um, how like even um, their version of uh, Bullock? Yeah, he like he's he's really a, a skinny like he's an he's an average looking attractive guy. Like he's an actor. But he's they not, still
1: do all the jokes and comments about him being fat and snobly. right. But he's not. Just hire someone. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's not at all. Like why why didn't you just get a fat dude? Well, like what was so scary about that that they were just like no one's gonna watch this show if, if Bullock is actually a fat dude? Because come on. Like, it's not like anyone was going to turn in and be like, he's actually fat? I'm sorry, Gotham. I'm going to have to watch something <laughs> in a, else.
0: In, in, in a world where you have make-believe characters that kill people with CGI. Yeah,
2: the only thing that can't exist is, of course, uh, fat people. Yeah, that that's not real. Not in my world. I, mean,
1: I, I was team Janet Hubert over uh, Jada just because Janet was not Fish Mooney.
3: <laughs>
2: oh,
3: my
1: <laughs> oh, oh, And there was, uh,
2: there was something else too. Oh, and then, um, in Arrow, when, uh, we get, um, the skinny Walker, like, we, we should get like, I mean, a Waller, Amanda Waller, like,
1: oh, this is, now, you know, I've talked about this on my podcast for years. Yeah. This is an agenda that I am so passionate about. I know. This is, I even, look, look, Viola Davis is a great actress. Yeah. She's even the best part of Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it's a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's not a good movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. But they, yeah, yeah, she's
2: the Bebop of that movie, where she definitely put in a great performance. But why? You but know? it's
1: it's so interesting because you look at Waller, and to me, the iconic image of Waller, and I don't remember what issue it is, but it's the cover of a it's a an eighty Suicide Squad issue. Where she's pointing her finger and Batman's back is against. The yes, wall. yes, and that's Amanda Waller. Yes, and that is a phenomenal image. Yeah, and then you have you know, and I know C C H Pounder isn't fat in real yeah. life, but her last name is right. So, <laughs> so <it's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's that's the only thing is uh, it, I feel like if I start suggesting fat black actresses, maybe they'll like find us and be like. What the fuck are you trying to say, dog. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna suggest nobody, well, but I'm just saying. But, but anyway, so
1: so we, <laughs> we, we we had Angela Bassett. Right. You know, we had Whoever from Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had Viola Davis and and then in the comics they do it too.
2: Yes. In the new fifty two, they skinny dirty. And,
1: and it's so weird because it is a part of her character and it is this thing of like when you think about diversity, like, that's its own diversity. Right. Like, yes, it the is. Fact, just the fact that she's black isn't right. the only diversity. Right. She's it's also... she's a
2: Right. She's a bigger woman.
1: And that they don't make fun of her for it. Right. She's confident. Right. Because yeah, she's scary and she'll fuck you up. You'll disappear.
2: Listen. Yeah. That... um the, She's the wall. Yes. The Justice League version of her for the cartoon... So fucking good, man! It was so good, but yes, they just they blew it, man! They just absolutely blew it. And Um, it's this
1: weird thing. It's like you know, and when they did the new Fifty Two, because they did Skinny Waller and they did you know Barbara Gordon, you know walking again. Yeah, it's like so. The what do girls in wheelchairs have? Like that was their fucking character.
2: Right. It's yeah. That like that's a conflicting thing for me because obviously the way they made the decision like it's almost would have been better if i didn't know how cavalierly they or just well just crippled a bitch and then you're just like well why would you you're like well they were letting me do anything you're like that well that's not good you know you're disrespecting this character that a lot of people look into so it was kind of fucked up but at the same time um you something good came out of it because now you's like well not all heroes are uh you know not in wheelchairs or whatever so well, this
1: is, i was thinking about this the other day like how cynical things can be yeah especially with like heavy set people you look at like you know um like they're doing hairspray live this year mm-hmm. and you know it's like the musical hairspray and they had the movie like a few years ago and you know the broadway show and even you know the movie back in the 80s but tracy turnblad who's the main character you know is like Purposely, like a heavy set teenage girl. Yeah, and every time they're always like introducing a new actress to play her. Right. I realize. Oh, the reason they're doing this is because there's no one established enough. Right. That they're not giving heavy set girls recurring roles. Exactly. That they can then you know parlay yes. into, and they're also starring in Hairspray. It's and it's like they give them the role. They start it, they're the lead and then they don't do shit after nothing else.
2: No one else wants to cast her.
1: I have no idea what the girl I love the two thousand seven hairspray movie with Travolta and stuff. I have no idea what that girl is up to. You know, I mean you look at like you know, Gabrielle Sidabae and it's like Hope you enjoy your starring role. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's the only one we're writing for
2: you. Yeah, here's an Oscar and we're done. All right, guys, you have a good one. Uh, that was a rep. Uh, you know, Monique, uh, she wins an Oscar and it's like, uh, and that's all we got for you. So, um, unless you want to be a sassy friend at work. Cause and she was like, nope,
0: you, nope, <laughs> I'm not going for this. Yeah. yeah it's funny.
2: That. It's funny watching what happened to her reputation because essentially she just said, From now on, I want to be treated like I want an Oscar. Right. And Hollywood was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> You're unmanageable from now on. Like we now consider you like persona non grata right? Now, for demanding like the, in the same the treatment. treatment. And yeah. Like, nah, like her not. reputation really suffered from that shit. I mean, she's working now
1: again. I see. Like and then uh, you got Octavia Spencer. She's like, I'll shine your shoes. Right. <laughs> I'll wash your windows.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how many? Like how many <laughs> casting calls has Octavia just showed up? Where it's like, uh they said they wanted Monique, but you know what? She ain't gonna do this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Your role <laughs> is mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got the shanksung sung robes on.
2: <laughs> we we were uh talking on our our spin-off show the Nerd Off and uh we came up with this theory that like certain black actors keep getting work cuz they just keep showing up to uh casting calls even though it's for a white person. Mm-hmm. Like Samuel Jackson, like he's it would it would explain his hair. Like in all he these different make, movies. He, he just shows he up. He just shows up. He's like, "I'm going to put on a it's blonde a wig and I'm just going to show up and be Sam Jackson and they're going to give me this fucking part." cuz there's no other way it's, they're not 17 people a year right in Sam Jackson park yes.
1: Yeah, finding out that Sam Jackson is auditioning for the same role you are is like finding out that Galactus <laughs> saw your homework. Right, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> everyone can go home. <laughs> uh, we, he's gonna be trying, this, uh, this, this week he's a Scottish white supremacist. So I'm sorry everyone go home, but Sam Jackson showed up and he is getting his part. Um, right. but it's the only thing that makes sense
1: cause. Uh, What's in your wallet cause you might want to hold on to <laughs>
0: (laughs) Because I'm taking the rest of your money.
1: Still (laughs) kind of waiting for him to curse during one of those, but, you know. I
2: know,
0: but that was in your motherfucking (laughs) wallet. That'd be the best.
1: It was, but it's interesting. Like, I I watched one of those, like, no small parts things on YouTube, and they did one on the mom from What's Eating Gilbert Grape.
2: Oh, yeah. What happened to her?
1: So here's what's fascinating, how they cast her. So her name was uh, Darlene Cates, and... They found her on the Sally Jesse Raphael show hmm. because they wrote cool. this role. They're like, it needs to be someone who is heavy set, Right. You know, we're not shallow hallowing this. Yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they they found her on there and, you know, they hire her. She's amazing. She's still alive, still lives in Texas, I think. It's funny, they, they said, like, she lost, like, 250 pounds, but you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot oh. to lose. It was, all, it was all back fat. Yeah. It was
2: all <laughs> awful, so. She's like, it's all the weight in my face. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. that's why I lost it.
1: She so his weight the same way they should board a plane from back <laughs> to front. <laughs> Be a lot quicker. Yeah. And, um, that is such it, a good point. And, it, and, it, and it's crazy because, like, the guy, because he, you know, They're basically like these essays about these people's lives. And he he brings up this point, which is really fascinating about like, you know, what what is a more impressive performance? He's like how everyone raves about DiCaprio in that movie Mm -hmm. playing, you know, a mentally challenged person. And he was like, but what's more, you know, impressive as an actor? Is it being something that you're not or having the vulnerability and honesty with yourself? right to put yourself on camera right. right like how tough that must have been for her
2: right like i just think when it comes to casting calls in general like there's a whole level of people that just you gotta be really comfortable with yourself to even walk in there when they're just like we want an old ugly man it's just like that's me you yeah. know what I mean? I, I,
1: I, I, well, they talk I'm about that a lot this in this role. series, like how <laughs> self-awareness is the key to any actor. Like, yeah, and that a lot of the people that you you know know as famous, like like some of them had disabilities. Like the guy Vincent Chiavelli, the guy mm. who plays the Subway Ghost and Ghost. Yeah, you know you've seen him in everything, right? Right. He had, he had a he worked a, he had 157 roles in his lifetime. Shit. But he had this disability that made his face, like, deformed. Right. But he used it to his advantage. Like, yeah. All right, I'll play the homeless guy. I'll play the ghost. Fuck it.
2: You know, my favorite dude now is uh, Michael K. Williams, who has a scar on his face. He played yeah. like Omar. But now he just plays in everything, and no one talks about the scar. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it, it used to be like his, his character had some type of backstory. You're just like, oh, that dude's living a hard life. But now it's just like, you show up, and he's like... I'm an agent at Cooper and Price. And you're like, what the fuck? How'd you get in here? I do need it explained now. Like, <laughs> how'd the guy who got, uh, clearly got a razor to his face when he was six make it into this elite, uh, Madison Avenue corporate office or whatever? It's like, they don't even explain anymore. He's completely made the switch to like, y'all gonna respect me as an actor. Fuck y'all. But yeah, that's amazing. The
1: scar explains itself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen, for some reason the chat is telling me y'all aren't connected. Is it, is it me or is it y'all? Oh, i guess chat room uh you guys did we lose everybody let me just make sure okay,
0: i'm coming back
2: okay all right cool you refresh mic when you get a second too mm-hmm. all right thank you all right well this would be a perfect opportunity okay cool everybody can't see me okay so the show goes on show goes on we'll get everybody back on camera as soon as we can guys um i think it's time to play some games guys okay all right all right now of course the first game bit depressing okay <laughs> but we we have to play it's a little game that we like to call fuckable black people uh Karen hold up you can't leave sing the song then you can refresh my oh, all right okay. okay we gotta sing I'm
3: about to leave to gotta bed. sing the song all
2: right you ready yes all right here we go um <laughs> we're just just fucking fucking with those black people people. we're just fucking with those blacks we're We're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's the game we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants everybody again everybody's back on the board all right let's see who's fucking with us today Oh, this is a, this is a unique one. Um, cause it's not directly us. It's like indirectly us. But, um, you guys remember the, uh, militia guys who took over the Oregon, like wildlife preserve?
1: Oh yeah. My friends from Oregon. Yeah. Your boys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I have a pal.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, Karen, somebody's mic is on. I, I, I look oh. like
1: I ate all of their beef jerky. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah. It, no, I'm good. Karen. Um, all right so um yeah it's it's funny though because um all those guys you know got arrested and stuff and it was kind of weird because i from my understanding like some of the shit had like they had claims to like land or something the government took it over and so it is a sympathetic story that i i assume mark Wahlberg will be portraying on screen within a year or two of course. Uh, but and
1: I'm sure I will not be seen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what amazing actress will play the wife on the phone? When are
2: you coming home? <laughs> yeah. When are you coming home? <laughs> I got this I got to get our land back. Um but apparently the boys
1: Miss you. <laughs> uh
2: apparently these guys who engaged in this armed uh standoff last winter um have all been acquitted. They've all been acquitted, um which is weird because Um, the conviction rate of like high profile federal cases is like 95%. But when it comes to like, uh, either white nationalists or like, uh, militia dudes and stuff, uh, they get off often. Like, uh, it's like, it's actually harder to convict them than, uh, you know, the other 95% of people. Um, well,
1: it helps when you're the one shooting every place up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I want to, like, juries find them sympathetic for some reason. It's just like, oh man, these guys are just trying to graze their cattle, you know, yeah. and the government coming true. in destroying yeah. them. Yeah, it's
1: wild hogs with rifles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This i do love to bacon to the past <laughs> yeah i love bacon and shooting things
0: yeah and i and i guess my question is who are these jurors i I want to know mm. like like the, the the actual jurors that actually you know talk to each other yeah is it mixed or is it just quote unquote their peers
2: i mean at this point there's been several cases of this so i mean who knows i mean right. Although I guess a jury of your peers in Oregon probably is other white dudes. Right,
0: <laughs> right. So not time in front of, So that's the shit that matters. You know, a lot it's of times just, they just... get off in places where, where not that many black people would even be considered for the jury. The
2: other, the other jurors are just the guys who couldn't get off that weekend to go. Uh,
1: to well, it's a jury of your peers. Yeah, they're yeah, like it's your peers now. They're
2: like, yeah, man, I, I would have been there, but I'll be on the jury instead. So I'll just make sure you guys don't get in trouble, but. Yeah, man. They will not be. They're found not guilty, and I think the only reason that this isn't fucking with black people, at least uh for me, is because like the people that protested in Ferguson, they still go to court. Like they, they won't even drop like loitering tickets and shit. Like people, because you know some of the people came from like you know Philadelphia, Boston, or whatever, and they just wanted to be like supportive and be like you know what, and they're like, uh, motherfucker, you have a trespassing uh ticket. Hey, you need to show up in court and defend this or we're gonna put warrants out on you. And it's like we, we don't get passes like that. Like we don't get the ah they just had some guns, guys. Leave them alone.
1: Well it's funny, like everyone thinks of Portland when they think of Oregon. Right. The rest of it is like
2: Portland such a such a progressive space as long as you can get to about one of two cities, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> mean, I mean it's, just... it's too sensitive. Yeah. You know. I remember I I did stand up in Portland and um, the my opener um, was this uh, black guy named uh, Nathan I think really funny mm-hmm. and they were like he was he was talking about race and they were sensitive to that it was like all white <laughs> I'm like he doesn't get to yeah.
2: <laughs> sir sir come on come on you going a little too far right now. <laughs> White people do that the same way as black people, okay? <laughs> White people drive like this, sir. Come on. <laughs> He's getting a little sensitive up in here.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're the, they're <laughs> the ones who think that Michael Che accidentally said this. Yeah. <laughs> I love that people are like, he slipped. I'm like, no, that was, yeah. that was written. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> it's funny. Um, um, I watched, we watched The Walking Dead and, uh, I
1: don't I'm sorry. What,
2: I love it. I love it. It's the best show on TV. I don't even think it's close, by the
1: way. Well, you know, TV. I have a Snapchat series called You're Wrong. So. Yeah, well, we'll see You're what you wrong. think.
2: We'll see what you say about it after this. Because
1: I'd say we should have an argument about the walking dead and just like it it should never have an ending <laughs> or resolution.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I like that. I like that yeah. cuz life has no revolu- resolution. we
1: where the actual main characters will still stay alive, but yes. everyone around us will die and people will then mistake that for suspense. Isn't
2: that how our zombie apocalypse goes in our heads anyway? Everybody's zombie apocalypse is that way. We live, all our friends die. Uh we continue to find ways to survive. I mean, come on. That's that's my dream. But more importantly, um i like that it's a show that openly fucks with their audience like too too many shows i really like try to be clever about it and shit and they're just like fuck you you're not gonna stop watching and there's something brilliant about that cause in a in a era where people have no balls with tv anymore Where it's like it we're so sensitive and scared that the audience gonna turn on us and they're just the one show and there's a reason they had the highest ratings because they're the one show that's like yeah, we'll call your shit. You're not gonna stop watching. How about that? And we're gonna make it brutal and all that shit. So anyway, my point. And
1: people love bragging about when they lost it, like those episodes yeah. last week. Were- yeah, I quit.
2: I quit. Like you're just like the people that are quitting Trump now. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, it's always been a bleak. It's always been a bleak fucking violent show but but you you're so much better than me with your morals and your higher ground that you're you're quitting yeah. now because you're so fucking sensitive get the fuck I quit out
1: when Lori died i quit when shane died yeah oh, yeah well i quit when i found out i wasn't famous enough to be on the talking <laughs> dead
2: yeah oh you- i had the
1: best reason to quit
2: yeah we got to get you on the talking
1: dead man. i'd love to do the show uh sorry <laughs> yeah
2: we just got we got to get you on there man we got to yeah. figure a way out Cause yeah. Mike, Mike should be on. Although
1: um, I now I have to change my opinions about. Yeah, him. I was gonna
2: say I don't know that that would work. Cause then it's just gonna be Chris. It's gonna turn into an hour of Chris Hardwick, like just arguing with Mike. Like, no, it oh, didn't no. suck. And Mike being like, no, it it
1: it did suck. Oh no, they would never have anyone on. That. Yeah, here's Mike Lawrence and Greg Nicotero. <laughs> Enter your crime. Swear to me, Greg. <laughs> yeah, that's they want. Yeah, I don't want to see
2: that. Uh, I take it back.
1: Promotional show. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I take it back, man. I don't want to I don't want to have my my high blown by watching uh Mike eviscerate that show for an hour. No, I you know
1: <laughs> I I don't like I get the people that that love it. I but honestly like the thing for me like the drop out mm. was when they were like, it's never gonna have an ending. And I feel like here is the thing with that show. Yeah. There are times when the bad actor to good actor ratio mm-hmm. is a little unwieldy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like when I when I watch the show, I don't think about. And this is maybe I am too in my own head. Yeah, I never think in terms of like, oh man, we just lost this character. I'm like, oh, we just lost this actor. And yeah, then I like like. Lori was not a good actress, right? I Andrea mean, Duckface was not mm. a good actress. I was, I was cheering those deaths. Me too. But fucking Herschel,
2: mm, I miss <laughs> Herschel, but he was a good actor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he added something. That's and, actually
2: my favorite episode. Is the one where they're gonna kill that dude, and Herschel's the only one that's like, "Man, we can't just. This is a new line. We cannot be phenomenal. Yeah, like it's it's like a Twelve Angry Men or whatever the fuck, but with Herschel but uh but all that being said the difference between a good actor and a bad actor on the walking dead is like six episodes you know what i mean like they'll be dead you know what i mean (laughs) like you can the beauty of it is uh you just gotta wait it out guys just and when they die you get to to rejoice and and have such a good time i hated glenn and it was good to see him die you know but that in,
1: in in terms of like um you know like rpgs and stuff yeah like when you look at some of the characters on there, and their HP is way too high, and I mm-hmm. watch Game of Thrones like that too. Yeah, I I think that they really uh, hurt this show by bringing Jon Snow back. I thought it was Really bad. Um, and and the, the main reason I say that is because when you watch the um, the Battle of Bastards, there's yeah. no suspense. Right. Exactly. You know, it literally like I thought that was a big problem with Luke Cage at the beginning when he walked into um christmas drug, addicts yeah because it's like all right so you threw everything that you have here's 40 guys and he's fine this is the third episode
2: yeah what's left yeah yeah they had to invent the new magic bullets to to do something but then he gets sick. shot
1: twice by him and he's still fine. exactly he's yeah. still walking yeah
2: i mean it is a hero they're not gonna die but they do have to create like some like uh they, when jessica jones the entire suspense is like, uh, this dude might be able to control her again. And ultimately, I mean, he can't. But that, like, that was the only thing they had left was like, well, the bad guy's amped up, so now we don't know. But it's the same thing every time. Like, yeah, we do know, cause it's not named, uh, Kingpin the series, or else, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> like, he, like, he would lose, you know? Like, I guess in a writing room it has to suck, but that's pretty much what you're doing. You're writing, the you're just trying to write for the chance that they could lose
1: yeah, but i thought that jessica jones worked the best because every moment that he was out on the street was still like she felt responsible for oh yeah and, for sure
2: it's survivors yeah. i mean I man honestly though all those shows work on another level like for me anyway like the luke k's shit works because it's black like i don't i don't give a like they're all the same fucking formula like yeah 60, yeah, yeah four episodes in we get the backstory of the villain and the good guy and you know like all of it's kind of the same but it's the other shit they're selling which is have you ever seen a show that is black no i haven't so i'll take it um have you ever seen
1: uh strong female a strong female yeah
2: what yeah. where you're dealing with who's creepy guys rapists yeah yeah survivors guilt like all this shit like no i haven't seen it done this way um have i ever seen a white dude who's really entitled and religious and sort of a hypocrite beat up a neighborhood yes but, I've never seen it done with a blind man. So, I'll oh, watch that okay. shit, okay? Yeah. Like, it's not, uh, for me anyway, it's like, I'll take it. But, but yeah, I mean, all of them are flawed. Um,
1: oh, yeah, but they do great. I mean, I thought that, uh, you know, the Punisher, like, I mean, that was so uneven. Like, the, yeah. the first four episodes wow. were so amazing. And, I mean, Burnthal's great. I like yeah. I, I saw the accountant, and he makes that, like, worth seeing. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Like, That guy's just amazing. I mean, that was one of those, like, oh, we lost a great actor on The Walking Dead moments. Yeah. Oh, Bernthal left, but Carl's still there. Yeah. Still can't (laughs) fucking act. Yeah. Um, Gets worse with age.
2: I think he, um, I think he gets, um, I think he seems like a kid that was raised in the zombie apocalypse at this point. He's fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, they, like, this last episode they cut his arm off or whatever, he was like, just do it dad and i was like that kid's seen some shit because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i would have been like hold up Dad, has to be away. no not my arm dad you gonna do this you really gonna let him do this Use that hatchet on him you know but instead he's just like just cut it off yeah. and i'm like fuck that kid's tougher than me already
1: and daryl is the gambit of the walking dead universe yeah
2: yeah that i feel like he got girls want to fuck you yeah he, yeah he got an accent Um I do feel like he uh yeah i do i I do feel like uh that show is just I don't know man i'm I'm not gonna be jaded about it it's just the best show on TV like it's better better than game of Thrones because like you said with the John shit, there's no suspense we knew he was coming back when they killed him like every Every fucking theory the entire off season was he's coming back, he's coming back.
1: But you say the acting on Walking Dead is as good as the acting on Game No, Play. of
2: course not. But who, yeah. who does that? Who would? uh I don't yeah.
1: care about that shit. <laughs> I, just, I want to see zombies. I got to be invested die. in the performances.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, the acting of some of the people are good, but like you said, they'll be dead. I mean, like I said, they'll be dead in six episodes if you don't like them. So when I don't like them, I just start rooting Carl's for them to die.
1: Been there since the beginning, and I've never liked them
2: yeah well that's different I, I didn't like carl when he was a kid because he kept mm-hmm. getting to do shit that kids shouldn't be able to do in the z Fox, like go outside right. uh <laughs> his life's been fucked up he got shot in the chest he got shot in the eye and then, uh, maybe i'm just sympathetic now to carl because he, he never got to be a child okay guys he's <laughs> he's, he's, he's all fucked up his, his dad's fucked up from him. yeah he's eating dog carl's eating dog man um, uh, so maybe I just feel, I just feel some
1: type of sympathy for him. I am a sucker for fatherhood. And in- His dad still can't pronounce his name properly. Carl! Girl. <laughs> What's your favorite type of <laughs> Carl. Girl. Oh,
2: I, I can't lie, man. I think I feel, uh, I'm a sucker for fatherhood in movies too, like in, in fiction. So, uh, something about that dude and his son still being alive, it gets me. I like after Earth because that's how much I like fatherhood
1: okay
2: (laughs) like it's just like oh look at that dude taking care of his son man everybody's like that movie is shit rod i'm like but he's taking care of his son
1: (laughs) and i love spider-man 3 because that's how much i care about the sandman
2: (laughs) it's like i'm gonna look past all the shit and find the one thing
1: i I was like like, this is the worst fucking movie ever (laughs) he blew away in the wind He, he said, "Oh, you yeah. Spider Man." He just wanted his family back. Yeah. <laughs> that was retconned into the story, but still, it's fine. <laughs> makes him yeah. more sympathetic. <laughs> I was sitting did add the Uncle Ben subplot, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the locket sifted through his hand.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey,
2: man, that's that's the truth, man. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be above it, man. I watch some. There's some shit I like. That's bad. Oh, I do. like it. Well, anyway,
1: I convinced myself Fantastic Four Two was great. <laughs> yeah,
2: hey man, you want to know what's funny though?
1: It's the, not bad.
2: The dude that plays fucking Captain America,
1: it's He killed
2: in that man, and like that's yeah. why he's um so good at Captain America, man. Like I used to think that dude couldn't act, but yeah, he's he is Captain America. If I saw oh. that motherfucker walking down the street, I'd be like, Captain America's here. Instead oh, he's of awesome, yeah, it's uh it's amazing. He had that within him because. I just thought he was a pretty boy dude before that. So
1: I yeah, it, it's interesting. Like that's when like the movies are at their best when they somehow make you like like Iron Man. They totally did. Iron Man was a yeah. total C lister in the comics, right? Yeah, with a fucking perm. Yeah, yeah, mustache. yeah. He yeah. just looked like a seventies porn actor. He was never that <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, seeing, like, the live action, like, him being sleazy, seeing live action, like, you know, Captain America. Like, to me, the best moment in the Captain America, you know, movie or is in Avengers when he tells the cops what to do. Yes! Yeah, that's that's what, what Captain America is. Exactly. I'm
2: like, oh, Josh Whedon knew what the fuck he was doing, man. And they man. just
1: listened because they trusted. Yeah,
2: exactly, man. Oh, God.
1: That's, like, and, like, I think, like... Like, Punisher, they got the best. Uh, yeah. Falcon, Falcon has been the most impressive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think doing the whole, like, he has a very problematic yeah. comic book past. Origin, where he was like yeah. a pip named, like, Slap, slap. Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I did yet. not
0: know this.
2: Oh, uh, you need to listen to Comic Book Corner. Chris and them went into it. Yeah, it was Slap Snap Wilson. He was a criminal, a pimp. He was like, yeah, like, it was yeah. bad.
1: He was the original Harlem guy. Like, Mm -hmm. he, he lived in Harlem and stuff and had this pet bird. Yeah.
2: Such a dumbass origin. He,
1: he was the Coco Beware of the Marvel universe. (laughs) In, in every way.
2: All the black origin stories for superheroes for like Marvel and shit are all like from white people that didn't know black people. Ah. Like, it's like, uh, what military guys are cool, right? What if he's in the military? Then we can make them. Yeah,
1: You also (laughs) have to understand that these were the most liberal white people in common. Exactly. (laughs) DC wasn't even trying that. Yeah, DC was like, fuck that. But Stan Lee was like, I met some noble (laughs) Negroes.
2: (laughs) DC was like, we can have a black hero, but we gotta put black before his name. So, (laughs) But
1: that was like, but that was almost, you know, 10 years after. right? And the guy Tony Isabella, who came up with Black Lightning, is black.
2: Yeah. which is which is still wild because it's like, um, there wasn't like a lightning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like,
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> like, it's not like you have a friend Greg and then you know Black Greg or whatever or Fat Greg. It's just like Black Lightning.
1: Do Do you know what Black Panther's original name was going to be? Well, no. What was it going to be? Cole Tiger.
2: Cole Tiger. Yeah. What, what was he thinking behind that?
1: I don't know, but they have, like, <laughs> sketches and stuff. You can Holy see like, Jack Kirby's original, like, woof. But um, but yeah. what's amazing, and, you know, it predates the Black Panther Party. Right. But what's amazing is that, like, in those first issues of uh, his first appearance, Fantastic Four 52 and 53, he, uh, they, you know, they go to Wakanda and all that. And, um, you know, they battle him at first, and it's like, so he can test that they're, you know, good warriors and all that. But then it just becomes like them just talking about how noble and pure he is. It it really is like the Oscar speech they gave to (laughs) Gabori Sidibe. Look how beautiful you are. You're so wonderful. We'll never use you again, but you are gorgeous. A diamond. Yeah. uh,
2: It's like how Hollywood gushed over Lupita Nyong'o, and then it was like – uh so y'all gonna write some parts because uh yeah. it's been two years and uh uh i'm starting to believe y'all were full of shit at the Oscars. what's going on now
1: hey we either say <laughs> how great she is or we market queen of Katwe pop properly <laughs>
2: yeah well you know obviously uh that movie's good but uh um, really yeah is. they didn't market it that great mm-hmm.
1: but to um, me it just looked like a mediocre disney sports movie but they all it do.
2: is but it's Uh it is, but it's good. Like I don't know how it's like it just hits the notes. You know you know some movies where you're like, I know what the fuck's gonna happen? It just hit the notes. And they it was like uh they were poor then I thought they would be allowed to be in a Disney movie. where I was just yeah. like, Jesus Christ, this is
1: bad. And then the guy who wrote the book was a white guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they got to get paid somehow. We got to get the movie made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to tell the story that we'll listen to.
2: I just like that we found out Hugh P. Newton was probably like a big comic book fan to come up with the Black Panthers. He must have been like, oh, you know what? Marvel was on to something.
1: See, I don't know. Because <laughs> they... <laughs> They literally came out so close to each other. Yeah.
2: No, I'm just joking. He,
1: I doubt that was true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he uh-huh. probably was like, fuck them crackers, and then just like started his uh-huh. own shit.
1: Fuck these Jimmy Olsen motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I, wonder like,
2: I wonder if it was like a Brandon thing where they were just like, you know, we technically own the copyright to Black Panther. You want to sue these guys? Are like, no. <laughs> they might come up here with guns. I don't want, just just keep making I'm the I'm so combat. afraid
1: of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stan Lee meeting Huey dude. <laughs> What's going you, on, Wood. You're a frightening character. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust the white man. They are just vultures. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: anyway, 100 for the militia people, for me, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went for the jury, because they let them go. Although, it's sad, because I'm rooting for them to go to jail. But I'm I, out of like equality's sake. Like y'all would have locked black people up, but right. that I give them a hundred guys. Um, well, they're
1: too busy, you know, locking up Native Americans now. Oh my, know, my God. Just- oh, yeah. Getting
2: no they coverage. They had to actually boycott CNN. They had to go out in front and, like pick at CNN to be like, can y'all at least put this on the news? Yeah. You're fucking 24 hour news and we're getting no coverage out here. Yeah. I only Trump. found out from Twitter between being harassed. That's the- dangerous <laughs>
1: trumpets, you know. Yeah,
2: true. This That's true. Makes
1: you forget all this other shit because it's also easier to report. Pussy. Oh.
2: Right, yeah. He's going to say something every day. Every day is an October surprise for that guy, so it's just easier to cover that the story and of the
1: day. We're
0: not trying to do real journalism. Who, what, where where, why, how? Nah.
1: I will say there was a very embarrassing blog this week mm. that um, the Jezebel posted about Mike Pence's dog. See that? Mm-mm. It was um it was I, I wanna get the wording right, so I'm gonna look it up. But it is insane. <coughs> mm. They, uh his dog passed away <coughs> and they wrote like the snarkiest
2: Wait, they dissed his dead dog? Yes. Come on, man. ah, uh, ah, uh, right?
1: uh,
3: What the Come hell on, is wrong with man.
2: people? Like, this is that thing where like um uh, when, when Kurt Masker was, had all that, that controversy on Facebook and then someone wrote a hit piece on his girlfriend, you're just like, well, you're the fucking bad guy now. You went from, I have so much high moral ground that I actually am gonna be more petty and worse than you are to right. women. Well, fuck you. You just, you make it worse. You're not helping at all. And so, talking shit about some politician's dog dying.
1: Yeah.
2: You make it worse. You're the bad guy now.
1: Yeah. An October surprise for Mike Pence's dog. Oh, death
3: oh
2: right.
1: ah. written Here. by some asshole i know i feel like a like a mob boss from like gotham when the joker comes in but there used to be rules right Yeah. there used to be <laughs> order <laughs> now he's just th- burning the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: i'm just gonna burn my I mean, money
1: and i think like it's so fascinating yeah i i like cottonmouth politics not diamondback politics yeah
2: i <laughs> need to be some type of order this shit man yeah. god but, damn
1: but it is like if you saw that letter that like um you know george h bush wrote mm. to to bill clinton when he was coming yeah in, that yeah. went viral and it was like hey the fridge is over there hope you have a good time you yeah know, you're in good hands like it was this this sweet kind of thing because like at least the illusion of togetherness,
2: right? Yeah. But
1: now, where it's like just because you disagree with someone politically, you could shit on their dead. Dog. They died, like, write like them they're
2: Like it just has to be a line, man. Like that's that's like one of the hardest things about like like when you don't like somebody, because then like everything you hear bad about them sounds good to you. But then if you if you don't have a line, then then you will become that evil person, like. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's like how Batman doesn't kill. He got to have some line, you know what I mean? Or if he's the Punisher, you know. So yeah. that's that's
1: the difference. Or, or the movie Batman
2: now. Or, or yeah, or Zack Snyder's directing them. I mean, yeah. who knows? How can you tell these days?
1: Um, yeah, and then it doesn't make sense, right? Because you know they want Batman to kill people, but then they also want all of his villains to be alive because they sell tickets.
2: Yeah, but and they like want him to kill them, and and they want him to still be the good guy. Yeah, which makes no fucking sense. The reason that Punisher shit works is because he don't give a fuck about being a good guy. Like he's beyond good and evil. When like when people start arguing with him, he's like, "But these people are still alive. You're actually more of a dick than me because you beat people up and put them back on the street and they kill people again. I like I have a I have my line, which is I'm gonna kill this motherfucker, and that's consistent. But this the moral inconsistency of Batman in that movie where he's like you killed too many people it's like what the fuck <laughs> you, you just you're you just you're just killing people but you don't have superpowers like <laughs> your superpowers are missiles and being a billionaire fuck you Ah, uh, anyway i don't 100 for Zack snyder i don't even know how he got on that yeah. all right last game it's time to play a little bit of guest the race guys now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts land. we read the play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today we have Mike Lawrence and, of course, Karen plays along and the chat room plays along and we're going to guess the race. All right, guys. And, of course, uh, Karen and the chat room are racist. <clears throat> All right. Let's check out these stories and see if you guys can uh, figure out um, who is what. Um, make, oh, wait, this is not fair because uh, I, I think Mike knows the answer to this one. All right. Let me let me go to a different one. Uh, here's go one for it uh all right all right we'll do it i think you already know this one though um a mcdonald's employee who has worked at the chain since he was 14 celebrates his 59th uh, work yeah, anniversary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah he yeah. knows this one i'm gonna I'm skip this one guys because I, I i was like mike will definitely remember that story well, you
1: know what if i didn't hear the story mm-hmm. which i only saw because you posted it on your facebook page right. if i didn't hear the story And I guess that it was black, and it wasn't. (laughs) I would have just had to fade back into the shrub. (laughs) Nah, I like people that go for it, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. You got to go for it. All right, here's one. A judge has been found guilty of bribing an FBI task force officer to check his wife's fidelity. Okay? Now, remember, all this racism you're about to hear is brought to you by Bevel. Okay. Bevel is the first to know shave system specifically designed for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game, say goodbye to Razor Bumps. Check out GetBevel.com, uh, slash TBGWT, and get your first month free at GetBevel.com. Uh, of course, I shave, uh, with Bevel because my beard doesn't naturally grow like this. Okay, guys, somebody has to take care of this shit down here. And it is irritating. And I remember the other day I was feeling kind of down uh it's just like people were getting to me but then i shaved and for some reason like the ritual of shaving it just like shaved all the frustration off of my face and my neck and stuff so make sure you guys do that Getbevel.com slash tvgwt first month free okay doesn't get better than that <clears throat> all right judge arnold ogden jones the second offered beer and one hundred dollars to an FBI task force officer. Oh, we
1: never gets the race to the other one, did we?
2: Um, the the which one? The the
1: fidelity one?
2: No, no, no. This is it. This is the judge. Oh, okay. this, is, this is him. Oh. All right. Um, he uh he offered a hundred dollars and beer to an FBI task force officer for help accessing Jones' wife's text messages. Okay, so he's a judge. He's like, here's a hundred dollars. I'll buy you some beer. I need you to hack my wife's phone. I want to see her text messages. Okay. Wow.
1: I'm going to say Samoan.
2: Samoan. Nah, <laughs> Mike's, Mike's going in early. He's going Samoan. He's going in hot. Uh, federal jury on Friday found um him guilty of three corruption charges. Uh <laughs> I, I know it's, it's still corruption technically, but it feels like because it was only $100 in beer, he should get less time. Because, like, you weren't serious about this shit. It wasn't thousands of dollars. You were going to do this shit for, like, you know, some Bud Light and and spending change, you know? Anyway, um, it was a five-day trial. Happened in North Carolina. So, shout out to our state. North yeah. He was probably like, and hey, keep them transits out the bathroom, too. Uh, he, he was found guilty of paying bribes, paying gratuities, and attempted corrupt influence of an official proceeding. Uh, he faces up to 37 years in prison and $750,000 in fines. Uh, he was sentenced, uh, he will be sentenced January 23rd. Uh, so uh guess the race guys
1: i'll say black all right going white.
2: karen's going white let's see what the chat room thinks keep in mind the chat room is racist um let's see here uh let me scroll down to my chat uh all right here we go judge early collar Ky- white um <laughs> uh oh, hold on now i keep scrolling back up don't do this all right here we go um beer not king cobra or hennessy white man Mm, true didn't offer any of the malt Ah. liquors that is a telltale sign um let's see uh bribed him with paps blue ribbon (laughs) i'm assuming that's white uh amstel light white all right so we find out which brands of beer are the white ones feel like something productive was done here today uh ipa this person white all right the correct answer is and Karen, you got it right. If
0: oh, I said that I get it wrong, he was Uh-oh! white.
2: He was a white dude. <laughs> oh,
1: so wait. it is just the most obvious one. See, I thought it was going to be a trick. I, a lot of Sometimes people think it can be.
2: A lot of people think I'm trying to trick him with this game. I don't know what that says about me, but I'm just I'm just reading the article like I get it, guys. Right. These are uh, these are all just uh, as I saw them. Of course, uh, Mike missed it. No,
1: yeah, that just sounds like me at the Friday late show at the Comedy <laughs> <time. laughs> yeah. yeah, Thanks for reminding me.
2: Uh, <laughs> let's go to the bonus round, guys. One, one
0: time, I'm the only one playing. I get all the booze.
2: Yeah, normally Karen gets. She's horrible at racism. Yeah. It's really, it's really sad to be honest. We do this show every day. You think she would be better? But yeah, you yeah. uh, would. All right, let's do this one. Um, a man gets just ten days in jail after throwing a woman off of a balcony because she refused to have sex with him. So mm-hmm. all 10 of the days, which is good. You know, don't want that. He's going to have to throw so off his gonna plans gonna for at least a week.
0: Each, each, um, story. She failed. What's
2: happening? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But according to this,
1: um, well, they could afford a balcony. So that eliminates three. Races. <laughs> they are in the balcony uh, or level of income
2: 24 year old Wesley Dylan Marshall will serve less than two weeks in jail after he angrily pushed a 19 year old woman from a second story balcony this past July police say Marshall checked into a room at the Churchill Motel this past July along with another man and a young woman who was celebrating her birthday oh I guess happy birthday to you Right. Uh, at some point during the evening the young woman agreed to have sex with the other man who was in the room but when Marshall asked if he got sex with her, she said no. Um, and then he was like, what? Uh, he got angry, and he pushed off the balcony. I said white. All right, so Mike's going white. White. All right. When police arrived on the scene, the young woman was crying on the ground. officers officer said they could detect the scent of alcohol on Marshall and the other man. In addition to the 10 days in jail, he's also been ordered to serve 11 months and 29 days of probation. And 96 hours of community service. Wow, they really threw the bucket, this guy. He didn't get charged for
3: attempted murder?
2: <laughs> no. The sentence came after Marshall he agreed. He pled, he pled guilty to misdemeanor assault. That's why. And he'll be eligible for early release after he served 75% of his sentence. So after eight days, he'll be, after seven and a half days, he'll be eligible for early release. So, I guess the probation board, will have to hear that. All right, so you guys are both going white. Let's check the Chizzy Chizzy chat room and see what these racists believe. Um, oh, wait, look, they're not guessing. Is it me or is it? Oh, no, here we go. Lost Bundy brother white. All right, Flames Baldwin. Cottonmouth black. Uh <laughs> I will
1: say that you did, you did give a clue mm-hmm. that it seemed like you were trying – to like sway towards black, as you said, ten days served all of his sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I mean, so I'm going to
1: change mine to black.
2: All right, so Mike's going with black now. Yeah, uh, Shug- that
1: was a clue. He he specifically stopped to say that, and I don't think that was written in the article the way that you said. It.
2: All right, all right. Suge Knight tendencies. Somebody says, I'm assuming that's black. Nathaniel Parker. <laughs> Parker team white. Uh, uh, she said no means no, and she fell to the ground white. Uh, Jesus Christ, so white. Uh, the correct answer is he was white. Yeah. <laughs> Karen finally has a day where she goes two for two. Mike?
0: Yeah, because what, what I've learned, I learned, always stick with your first instinct, because mm-hmm. you're probably right.
1: Yep. That's how it goes. I was like, Wesley. I'm like, well, the only one I know is Wesley Snipes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, as you said what, I'm like, oh, yeah, Wesley Crusher.
2: Ah!" (laughs) And, of course, uh, a couple of you guys missed it.
1: Yeah, thank you hc wesley got me too yep
2: yeah hey man look you got to find the context clues where you can and sometimes the word i think what throws people off the most though is when i call somebody the n-word but i call everybody the n-word so I mean, i'll be like man this nigga did what and then they're like oh he's definitely black and i'm like no he's mm-hmm. a doctor and he uh also is a jewish dude it says right here in the clues so we're at
0: 119
2: uh all right we only got one thing to do anyway we gotta do sword ratchetness okay uh i won't even play the sound effect because we're running out of time. but out of time but it's time for us to cover our weekly uh, moment of uh well daily moment of people with swords acting a fucking fool okay guys today um officers were called to at 9 19 a.m damn getting started early because uh, of a man with a knife on falcon road they arrived on the scene They arrested a man in his 30s uh, with suspicion of possessing an offensive weapon and it happened just days after a week-long knife amnesty in cambridge shower. sounds like where hobbits are uh <laughs> after knife amnesty came to an end damn they got problems around here uh samurai swords are usually handmade using traditional methods and are legal to buy and own no license is required for purchase only requirements is that the purchaser is over 18 years old uh which is sad really because you know, we regulate guns more than we regulate sores and mm-hmm. people out here killing people with sores all the time. Uh but if it's carried in public, the offense uh that, that's a public offense and it carries a maximum penalty of four years in jail and up to five thousand dollar fine. So no, we just ended. Oh we did? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it anyway. That was the last story. Uh, all right, for podcast land people that are still out there, make sure you guys check out Mike uh on Twitter, the Mike Lawrence uh check out his uh you know snapchat series um uh, because he's gonna be telling you how all the things that you think were cool and awesome are no longer that way <laughs> um and <laughs> follow him on facebook man uh like i said man great guy and so glad that you could come here and do this man yeah thanks for having me no doubt Uh until next time love you i love you too Mwah.